what is up what is up welcome back everyone this is episode 84 of clash clash sibling rivalry podcast oh yeah i don't have to do my vocal sound effect anymore (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna write write it off the bat this is episode 84 titled return of the era of nothing re the black hole society what that is the full title of this episode (laughs) return i have to write that (laughs) say that one more one more again no no okay let me rephrase era of nothing to re black hole society re colon of course gotta have a colon yes re colon black hole society (laughs) that title is brought to you by our producer k uh but yeah guys, you've oh been practicing God, just... these square enix game titles haven't you <laughs> i watch a lot of anime this week, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i think the titles are hilarious it sounds like the um, next uh kingdom hearts game <laughs> that we should take a kingdom hearts approach to our, to our title <laughs> you know That'd be, be more ambitious right but yes uh digging for news and just looking for things this week i felt i felt that shadow overtake me guess what guess what's um, tuesday though what's tuesday persona five strikers Uh, two oh i i I don't even know (laughs) you didn't know it was coming Uh, did you snuck up on you (laughs) i'm not prepared snuck up on now now i've replaced my emptiness with a mild anxiety of time management (laughs) not gonna Um, beat everything else before then (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i could say i almost felt like um endeavor walking into uh stain's like intimidation aura <laughs> except instead of <laughs> just stain, a weight it was it was nothingness yeah that's <laughs> and I'm funny just like, where's, <laughs> where's all my the void is haunting um, you but yeah the void the void haunts us this week but <laughs> for those of you that were not haunted by the void maybe you can share with us what you did you can share with us at sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com, all one word, sibling rivalry clash. You can also tweet at us uh, at srclash underscore pod on the Twitterverse. Share with us what you've been doing. Uh, save us from the shadow, the great shadow. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, um, I, I want to share with you something, Tiz, that I learned this week. Mm-hmm. Because I'm so proud of myself. Because <laughs> I don't really, like, I know we did an episode on uh husbandos and waifus but i don't Mm. really dive into those other aspects of the anime culture but this week i learned the term fujoshi what is that and a fujoshi roughly translates into rotten girl uh and it's basically a classification uh, no not spoiled so much as like a girl who just likes to ogle men oh okay and uh, I believe the male equivalent of that is, like, for guys that, like, do the same thing with girls, I think, is Fudanshi. Would but, those be the people yeah. who the fan service is made for? Yes. <laughs> yes. And so I'm like, I am I am full Fujoshi for Golden Kamui. Like, <laughs> oh, my point. God. I'm weak. So I'm like, and then it's, like, the same thing for JoJo, right? Because it's, like, it's kind of the same reason I watch JoJo is, like, striking male figures. Oh, so. side note about JoJo. I was just randomly thinking that uh, I feel like the reason I like Toto so much from Jujutsu is because he's like a JoJo character just without a stand. Gojo? Uh, Toto from Juju. 
the dude oh, who's yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's he reminds oh, me of oh, oh, he's oh. like a JoJo character, but without a stand. Like literally, best best friend. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> yes, uh, bro- brother. This week, yeah, yeah. they they call each other brother. <laughs> uh, we we'll get into that. Yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah. That, I love it. I love That's it. That's awesome. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I totally get where you're coming from on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I had just watched uh, a lot of Kamui last night because I, I did not realize there was did a you dub not f- of the third season. Oh, I was about to say, did you not finish? But then I, no, I so the third season. I f- yeah, finished season two, started season three last night. And yeah, there was literally an episode called, uh, it wasn't called, or they were fighting in this fight they called the Stanka. Yep. And they said that Stanka, Stanka. means like wall in Russian. Mm-hmm. So they were like, it's literally the clashing of the walls. So it's just two buff dudes fighting. Oh. And so then they had like the whole Kamui crew is like shirtless and like yeah. uh, like bare knuckle boxing. That's so hilarious. I was like, yeah, it's all, it's all good. I'm cool with it. Um, but yeah, so that's what I learned this week. But uh, what'd you do this week, Tiz? Um, not too much for me. Uh, not too much new, at least. Same same games I've been playing. Wow. Um, I actually beat uh Mario 3D World, uh, which the mario games i don't so the game like i won't say the game is short but for whatever reason i just be flying through mario games anytime i yeah because i I was like you just started it last week right yeah that's pretty quick and i want to say like i haven't checked my actual play time on my switch but i want to say it was at least like 20 25 hours Um, but it went by so it felt like eight you know what i'm saying like and i'm not a completionist by any means but yeah. the way the game kind of like there's like stars kind of like a lot of Mario games and you go through the levels and you collect stars and then the stars lead you to unlock levels like boss levels and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. by the end of the game, like kind of like Mario 64, the very final boss level requires like a lot of stars. So you really do kind of have to get a majority of the stars anyway. Um, so I got a good amount of the stars and there's also these hidden collectibles in every level called stamps or yeah, they're stamps, I think. And they're just like little collectible Mario characters within each level. And so I got a good amount of those as well. Um, but I don't know, it just, it just felt, it still felt pretty fast to me. So I, I might go back and, um, when you beat the game, it unlocks like high scores for each level. So I might go back and try to collect the rest of the stars and stuff that I didn't get. Um, I'll, I'm sure I'll play some more co-op at it, at some point in the future because the co-op's really fun. Um, mm-hmm. And now I think I'm about to move on to the other side, which is the Bowser's Fury, um, which is the separate game where you play as uh, Mario and, and you have Kid Bowser following you around, Koopa Kid following you around, um, and see see what that see what that is like. But I haven't started that yet, so I'm gonna talk about that when I when I play that eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but really enjoy that game. Uh, you should definitely try it out if you haven't yet. It's it's relatively easy. Like it's definitely mm-hmm. I I definitely find the 3D Mario's to be way easier than. Actually, that's not even true. I I find the 3D <laughs> World and 3D Land specifically to be easier than the rest of the Mario's. Um, I think the 2D Mario's are the hardest, and then I think like mm-hmm. I I still got to go back to Sunshine and Galaxy, but I think Mario 64 gets relatively hard at certain points because yeah i I felt like galaxy might have been like the easiest of the 3d marios and i I still see 
I still see 64 as, like, the hardest one. Yeah. But just because of, like, some Cameras of the physics and controls. of the, the jumps yeah. and stuff, yeah. For sure. Um, but, yeah, so this game is pretty easy, but I think the fun in this game is more the collecting. So it's, like, exploring the environments in each world, and it's less so about the intensity of the platforming and more so just about uh, the challenges within the level. So, like, you can make the level harder mm-hmm. by, like, say you want to get to there's like three stars in every level and the stamp like i said but say like you get to towards the end of the level and you see that you need a specific power up for the stamp so now the challenge becomes holding that power up throughout the entire level like not getting hit um Mm -hmm. and it kind of it kind of lets you control your own how much difficulty you want in that way which i like um so it's 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 still a pretty you know laid back game you can kind of just lay back lay back and and there's not much story or anything, so I had like podcasts and stuff on while while I was playing. If I was playing solo, and yeah, yeah you just go go through and collect stuff, and it's pretty fun. Um, I'll so. probably definitely check this out while I wait for Paper Mario to go on sale. I still don't know how <laughs> I feel about Paper Mario. Like even when it does go on sale, I'm like something. I still ab- think I'm, I'm still curious about it because some of the new paper mario i should say new paper mario mechanisms that i didn't see in mm-hmm. thousand year door look interesting to me mm-hmm. um and i haven't heard people flat out say like don't play it yeah yeah i don't think it's so bad. that's why i'm just like i'll i want to give it a try because it looks interesting i just find myself like i, I always think about what do i really love about paper mario and mm-hmm. i think the number one thing it the number one thing was the writing and yeah. I, I'm hoping this game still has that. And then the number two thing I think was the RPG of it, which I think this one doesn't have as much. So that's yeah. kind of been the thing that's been putting me off a little bit. Cause I really like that OG Paper Mario was literally like, it was kind of like, you know, like Pokemon, but you're just playing with yeah. Mario characters. type. Of but thing. that's why I think, I think that's the biggest difference that got pointed out is, mm-hmm. is, is I think that the writing is still for the most part there, but the gameplay got the rpg mechanics of the gameplay got cheapened a bit yeah and they changed the the Uh, battle system is now this like ring system where it's like yeah kind of more puzzly than than straight up turn-based rpg um so we'll see i mean i'm i'm sure i'll play it at some point whether you get it first or i get it first who knows yeah um and then other than that uh no other games but i did start promise neverland season two under your recommendation and i apparently perfect timing because there was apparently a really really long cliffhanger from episode (laughs) 5.5 and six were they obnoxious and i'm from what i hear they completely derailed from the manga which is um very interesting um so now the anime is completely original Um, okay because that's what i'm like i think uh our niece is reading the manga Mm mm-hmm and because she says her friends keep trying to like i don't know spoil things for her or get her to spoil things i'm not sure but i i remember asking her like if it was really different and yeah i guess it's not different up until episode six yeah or 5.5 i think may have been the the changing episode um but i haven't watched episode six yet so there was a huge cliffhanger from 5.5 to six which i which is exactly where i'm at um, so yeah. I'll, I'll watch that probably like today or something, but we can talk about the whole thing more and like with spoilers and stuff later. Um, yeah. In anime corner, but that's. Pretty... But how do you feel generally? Generally, no, I it's I like where it's going. I actually am 
I guess, pleasantly surprised, like, because I kind of wanted to see what the outside world was. And Mm -hmm. they pretty much episode two, they immediately gave us like the lore dump for the world. And I was not expecting that. I wasn't expecting us to ever find out what the world, how the world got the way it was. So I'm just really glad that they got that out of the way early. And now we can focus on or now they can tell whatever, I guess, new story that they want to tell. And I'm enjoying seeing the kids like surviving and stuff. Yeah, um, because I, uh, that's kind of what I, I, I was gonna say. I, I always get nervous at the point in stories because sometimes that can break what made it good up until that point. Mm-hmm. Um, is when you lose some of that mystery. But yeah, I think they're going about it the right way. I think so. I think um, the pacing is good too. Like I don't think each episode has stuff that's important mm-hmm. and also has I think a good amount of downtime. Um kids in danger kids in danger <laughs> yeah they they still have the they still have the perfect like timing of completely destroying this kids these kids peace of mind at any any time they have peace of mind like and they've been doing a good job at that from the very start of the show and yeah. it's still surprising when it happens so that's a you know kudos to them because they still catch at least catch me off guard with it when they and it. let me let me ask you this one last thing because i um uh, embedded this sometimes when i'm watching something the first time because i'm looking everywhere that i shouldn't be looking on the screen Mm -hmm. did you happen to understand you comprehend how much time has passed do i comprehend uh i guess i haven't really (laughs) thought about it but i just assumed like some weeks or some not actually none at all i assumed yeah, I assume some weeks because they at the, right because I assume it picks up right after they escape and it doesn't seem like they've been surviving just out in the woods for a long time. Like it, it seems like really maybe a couple of days on episode one at least, and then once they find some safety, I won't say what it is here, but once they find some safety, then I think a couple of weeks or whatever passes. Like that's kind of what it All feels right. like to me. Well, well we can talk about it more in Anime Corner uh, a little later, but I just wanted you to think about that because that's kind of where my brain is stuck a little bit because, yeah, it's hard to judge character sizes because they're relative to each other. So it's like they're all the same height, but if they all grow at the same rate, then they're still going to look the same well, my Hi, thing, blah, blah, blah. so it's hard to time, tell how much time has passed. My key for a lot of it up until the certain point was the ear bandages, like, and the oh, fact okay. that her wound was still opening, like, so mm-hmm. that, and she had just gotten the ear cut off, like, the end of the last season, minor spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> that's why I was like, I'll try not to say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not until that. you make a spoiler declaration. That ear's not that big a deal. If you've seen any any part of two, you know that they're missing ears. Um, yeah it's that show is like that show's lifeblood is its tension yeah so i never want to release that tension yeah yeah yeah. Um, Um, we'll talk more later cool but yeah that that was pretty much my week uh what about you uh i did some stuff uh but yeah life life is hard guys (laughs) playing jobs very busy because life is hard but gotta you know study all that good stuff but I did watch a few things. The first thing I'll talk about is I watched one episode of the Rohan Kishibe special, the JoJo special on Netflix that that? came out. Uh, So 
Okay, first I'm going to say what it appears to be is like a compilation of small smaller stories. Um so like a anthology or Is he the one writing the stories? Uh he is telling the stories. Okay. So they kind of give you a very quick reference to what what time we are in. Mm-hmm. So this is the time period before uh Koichi leaves after part four and before he gets to Italy at the beginning of part five. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically Koichi sits down to lunch with Rohan and is like, I want you to teach me some Italian because you've been to Italy. And Rohan is kind of just like doing being a weirdo like he is. And he's like, oh, I, yeah, I was in um, Venice or Rome or whatever. And he's like, I'll tell you a story about when I was there. And then he proceeds to tell one of the weirdest freaking stories <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Um, it's all in the JoJo style, like the JoJo art style. Yes. So it's all it all pretty much looks like part four to me. Like it's part four levels of animation. They're stands. Um, and. Uh, have not seen a stand yet okay so the first story he tells is kind of a story of possession Mm -hmm. and it's like this he's uh, rohan is like weirdly obsessed with like the the confessional so he's like Mm -hmm. in a church looking at a confessional booth and he's telling you about like why confessional booths exist like what goes on like it was made to like unload the weight of the human heart and guilt and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and so he happens to be in the pre-side of the booth when a person comes into the confessional side and Mm. he decides to pretend to be a priest to listen to this person's confession Mm. and so so we have one story framing mechanism of rohan telling the story then we get put dumped into another story that the man in the confessional is telling okay (laughs) so within like the first five minutes of the show we're already in story within a story interesting and um so then it goes, it flashes back to this guy as a young man. He works really hard, uh, but he's kind of like sour about it because he's like, all I do is lift bags of corn all day and I barely make enough money. And he's like, I, you know, I'm tired. Uh, I don't have any time for myself. And he's just saying this. And so this homeless man kind of wanders into where he's unloading this stuff. And the homeless man's like, can I get some food? And the guy, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to, I feel a little bit bad, but I have to say, like, I was totally like, feeling this guy's feelings where he's just like look bro i'm breaking my back lifting these bags of corn (laughs) so that i can make money for myself and you want me to just give you my lunch not gonna happen so he kind of like goes off on this rant of just like get a job like go get a job like i got a job yeah and the guy the bum is like i have not eaten for five days he's like please sir he's like i'll work just please give me some food so the guy kind of just keeps treating like an asshole and he like throws a bag of corn at him and as (laughs) while the guy's like trying to carry the bag the bag like collapses on him oh my god So the the homeless guy like the guy who gave him the job is sitting there eating and he he sees the bag collapse on him he's like no he's like don't try to pretend like you're dead and as he's about to like go yell at him, the homeless man's like this weird deformed demon version of the homeless man is like clutching what? onto his ankle. And he's like, You killed me. He's oh like, You just had to give me some of your food. But instead, <laughs> you were an asshole. So now I'm going to haunt you forever. Yeah. And so he's like, He's basically like, I'm going to haunt you. And then on the happiest day of your life, I'm going to like ruin you. Oh my God. So the guy. That's terrifying. Uh, the guy doesn't get in trouble for the corn bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he actually gets like this huge stroke of luck where he gets an inheritance. 
um from a, a distant relative that dies he uses the money to buy a bunch of land mm-hmm. um he uses the land to grow corn he then he makes a bunch of corn products that get really famous so basically he ends up really rich mm-hmm. and he gets married he has a daughter and he's hanging out one day with his daughter like out in this public plaza or whatever mm-hmm. and then <laughs> he's like oh i'm so happy my daughter this is great and then here comes the demon curse mm-hmm. and uh it shows up it actually and this is how you know it's jojo the demon manifests as a face on the daughter's tongue what? so the daughter then it's like she just has her mouth wide open the tongue sticking out and the tongue has like a face on it yeah. and then her hair goes all crazy and is like standing up straight and he's like the demon is like see you didn't believe me but i'm back and basically he's like if you I'm don't back do a test of destiny right now i'll kill you and so the test of okay ready again jojo guys this is jojo the test of destiny so the daughter was carrying a bag of popcorn Mm -hmm. and the demon says if you can throw three pieces there's a lamppost next to them on the street so if you can throw three pieces of popcorn as high as that lamppost three times in a row and catch it now i'll let you live because destiny's (laughs) on your side right <laughs> and the guy's just like are you kidding me are you kidding like he's trying to do everything to get out of it yeah and so eventually of course he's forced to do it so the first throw he throws the popcorn up the sun gets in his eyes blinds him <laughs> <laughs> right and he's like this is so unfair like i can't see the sun but he somehow at the last minute catches the popcorn in his mouth mm-hmm. and he's like all right i got this so he gets that little bit of confidence right yeah so then the monster's like that's fine he's like number two let's go so the second time he throws popcorn up pigeons no <laughs> like four pigeons just show up start swooping the popcorn yeah. so he's losing it right so as the popcorn is falling down he bursts he like rips the rest of the bag of popcorn so the pigeons go for that popcorn and not the one he has to catch mm-hmm. so <laughs> then he's like then he's sweating real hard he's like oh i got this he's like destiny's on my side like fuck this demon like so then uh <laughs> but he didn't he notices like the pigeons are about to eat all the popcorn so he grabs one piece and he tries to shoo him away. And then there's more pigeons in the sky. And the demon's like, what do you think was going to happen when you burst open a bag of popcorn in a place with a bunch of birds, bro? <laughs> and so, okay, third piece, throws the third piece up. The sun comes back out again. <laughs> yeah. Birds show up. So my man decides to light the popcorn on fire what? to keep the birds away. Oh right? <laughs> so he throws it up. It's on fire. How is he not like, out of popcorn down. at this point? Well, because he, he saved the one piece to be his third <laughs> And girl. he lit that on fire? And he lit it on fire to, so that the pigeons wouldn't attack it while he a was throwing it. A piece of popcorn. A piece of popcorn. It's JoJo, guys. It's JoJo. Um, so then the popcorn, he's like, you know, it's big, it's anime. So, like, in it actually takes, like, a whole 60 seconds. Yeah, I was about to say, there's no way. It shouldn't be burned and out. And he's giving... <laughs> He's giving this whole monologue, and then the popcorn, the sun blinds him, popcorn is on his shoulder, and he realizes his shoulder's on fire. But as he looks, like, the demon just automatically takes his head off. Oh, my God. And so, you are watching this. He's telling the story. Yeah. So, your immediate next thought is, How like, is he alive? How is he telling the story? Yeah. And so, then you realize that the guy in the booth is actually a third guy. That is now being followed around from the guy who was throwing the popcorn and the original curse <laughs> that was following him. And that they're sucks. like, we'll, we'll follow you until like the day you die or something. So then like basically Rohan curses. just, 
yeah he basically just sees the outcome of like this chain of curses and this this man he hears this man's story and that's like pretty much the first episode because wasn't Um, wasn't rohan's ability to like read people like books or something like that yeah he basically could he would like open you like like you are a manga and he would like rewrite it okay to whatever he wanted it to be that's right but yeah, so really weird story. I <clears throat> didn't get funny. to watch the second episode yet, but I probably will check it out. But this is on Netflix. Yeah, it seems, or was yeah it's on? on Netflix. It, it seems like the characters that we are aware of are like in the framing device of the story, and then the other stories are like just random okay. characters that like uh were made up for this. That's interesting. Yeah, it's the first but thing that see. popped up. First What's thing? the first thing that popped up? The, oh, okay. this show, Kishibe Rohan. yeah so that i believe that's all out on netflix right now um then the next thing i will talk about is so i watched three movies uh one of them was monster hunter (laughs) (laughs) and i'm bringing it up now because i know tiz may have mentioned i can't remember if you mentioned it on the show or not but we we were considering co-watching this you know having some feedback but all I will say is that it is not worth that. <laughs> it does not deserve that. Now, it may happen at some point in the future, but all I'll say is that I, prior to the recording, I told Tiz he needs to watch this before we actually discuss it. But I am not impressed. I was very <laughs> upset because this, again, this was one of those movies that like shows you a freaking sprinkle of what you really want. Mm-hmm. So you know that they were capable of doing what you wanted, but they chose not to. Interesting. And that's where that's where they lose me. Okay. So um that's all I'm going to say about that until we get your perspective. Okay. Uh the second movie I watched was a I believe it was a Korean movie. It was called Chronicles of Evil. Mm-hmm. Now what drew me to this movie was the synopsis. It's my biography. Synopsis. That's what my autobiography is going to be called. <laughs> Chronicles of Evil. <laughs> the Tyler Johnson story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the so the synopsis for this movie was basically um, a cop one night is not coerced or forced, but like he commits a crime, he murders someone. And then he is then the main person set to solve the case. <laughs> Wait. So the cop that murders, he murders someone and then he, he has becomes to solve the lead that investigator. That's kind of funny. That's kind of so funny. So I was like, oh, I, ha- I have to watch yeah. this. I have to watch this. That's actually kind of funny. And I would say overall, it was a really fairly decent movie. Like it was pretty solid. Um, there weren't any moments that really made me cringe, but oh my god, does your voice sweat? The main dude like sweats so hard. Really? <laughs> there were some times where it was just like, because it's like he commits a crime or whatever, and the next day he goes to work and he's just got the longest face. Yeah. Like longer than Bertold, like the longest face you've ever seen. That's and funny. so like, but people are just like, oh yeah, chief, you're the best. Oh blah blah, and he's like, oh he's like, yeah, oh god, huh, he huh. can just feel and the he, karma. <laughs> Yeah, he's, like, chain-smoking cigarettes yeah. in the background. <laughs> Due to stress. And so there's so many moments when, like, his other uh, police officers are like, uh, have, you, have you noticed Chief doesn't look so good? Oh, God. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, because he killed somebody. Yeah. You guys are about to figure it out. That's funny. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so if you, I, I had a little bit of trouble finding this movie, but I think it's available on YouTube. Uh, pay for YouTube movies. Um, okay. But it's only like I think it's like two ninety nine or three ninety nine on YouTube okay. uh, for Chronicles of Evil. So I recommend it um, if you like those types of uh, <laughs> cat chasing itself, mm-hmm. <laughs> cat and mouse movies. Um, and then the last movie I watched was a movie called Breach. I think. Oh shoot! I thought this was that Sorry, old guys, Xbox game at first. <laughs> I don't even know. That's called no. Brink. That's not even called Breach. So okay, this movie came out in 2020, uh, and it has Bruce Willis in it as mm. a main character. I don't know the two other leads. I'm sorry, guys, you're not famous enough yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this was a movie about basically uh, Earth is going extinct, or Earth is being not being destroyed, but like it's basically crumbling, rotting, whatever, mm. and. Uh, 300,000 people of the population get selected to go to New Earth, New Earth Colony, and aboard this trip, there is a entity that is set, is loose mm. on the ship, and it's taking people out really fast. That's um, like a, but this is, the thing. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, that's like the thing. It sounds like the thing. Oh. This was uh I yeah, just that's got, what I'm gonna say. You, you just paced your homework into Yeah. Sorry guys, I was like <laughs> rambling and then like I hit a key on my keyboard and it just like exploded in our agenda. That's hilarious. Um and they distracted me. But yeah, so Breach when you watch the trailer it it definitely makes you think of the thing like okay. spot on yeah, yeah. because it's like it's something like inhabiting pe- human skins People. and okay. taking them over and then like making them look deformed and all that kind of stuff got you and i would say that it is a pretty solid action movie i gave it like a 6.5 out of 10 on my <laughs> that's scale. solid that's solid that's 6. solid 6.5 what you get monster hunter tell me because now I need Monster to know. Hunter, it's got to be like a three. Mon- if that, if that's- no, Monster Hunter is the worst of the crimes. It's like a four. <laughs> because, okay, here's... Somebody said this, like... I, watch, I heard someone say this on YouTube years ago, Yikes. and it has stuck with me ever since. Because mm-hmm. they're like... The thing that I hate... They're like, the thing that I hate more than a bad, really bad it's movie... It's a mid. Like a really straight bad mid. Movie. Yes. You can make fun of a really bad movie, yeah. but a movie that's just middle of the line the that's mid. like... It's like you could have done it, but you chose not to, meh. and you're not funny enough yeah. <laughs> for me to enjoy myself. So, <laughs> yeah, because Monster Hunter, it's like you had the budget, mm-hmm. you had the people, yep. you have the CG, yep. you had the camera, you had everything, and you bungled it somehow. It's like they just so, didn't play the game, it's like every other video game movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have never played the game. I promise, none of them have. More, no more have I ever felt that feeling in my life. You think Ti I plays like, Monster Hunter? Made this, well, I was just like, whoever made this is not a fan. Ti don't whoever play no action RPGs on his home console. <laughs> what? Don't even sound right. You think Mila Jovovich is that her name? She don't play no action RPGs. She ain't, she she ain't put no skill points in nothing. She wasn't bad. <laughs> um. But the other guy is questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, well, well I, I just watch it. I need you to watch it. You'll probably you'll probably watch it after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it for sure. Um, so yeah, I would. But I'm my what I was saying before that is if you tell me a movie is a six point five, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. 
So that's why I'm like, I would tell people to watch this if they like action, space action movies. I always, I always go back to school grading, and I'm just like, that's a D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we're going to do that, we need to go to, like, the Japanese grading scale. What is have, like, double S's, triple oh, S's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, see, a 6.5 to me is, like, a... I guess it's that's a like a C. Yeah, I guess that's like it's a C. It's a C. That's like a yeah. C. Or a B, like a B. And then a, a four C, is though. like a D bordering F. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's pretty much it for me this week. Because um, I watched, like I said before, I watched more of Golden Kamui. And the show is just growing on me like so hard. And I'm like, I just really enjoy it. So that's, that's kind funny. of like where I got into this week. Nice. Um, well, with all that being said, shall we get into our news section? Because it might be kind of long today. Yeah. Um, so this is like the week of announcements and awards. Um, everybody wanted to have their convention or their show showcased uh, this week. So first off, let's we can start with Nintendo. Um, they had a pretty big one. I figured we might have a lot to talk about in here. Um, so I'm referencing an IG Port City. <clears throat> port, yeah, port, port City. City. Finally. Port City. Rolling in Port City. <laughs> when, when did the Switch come out? 2017? 2016. Oh my God. I remember That's because insane. Breath of the Wild was March of 2016, and I waited an entire year before I got that game. Yeah, because I didn't get mine until 17 then, I don't think. Yeah. Or maybe it was around Christmas, something like that. Um, but I'm referencing the IGN article for the announcements. I did watch the the full thing. Um, so I'm just going to go in the order that they have on here. So first up, uh, we have the show just straight up started, no talking or anything. It started with a Smash Ultimate DLC character reveal. Um, and it's actually pretty cool how they did the reveal. So they made like an in-game, in-engine trailer, uh, for the game that the character's from. And then at the end of the trailer, it was like the character opening the envelope. Like, I got an invitation to Smash. I <laughs> <laughs> that, so I'm weird. sorry, that still cracks me up because I still think of the arms one. Yeah, and all of the chaos. Oh trying my to god, grab that letter. The arms one was crazy, <laughs> and like it, nobody expected it to be the arms character. That that was the funniest part. <laughs> um, and then uh, so the new characters are Pyra and Mithra. It's actually two characters in one, so you switch between both characters in combat. Um, and she is from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I did not play Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I played Xenoblade Chronicles 1. Um, and it, I I got kind of like a, I guess, like a muted reaction to this. Like, a, I feel like there was more, at least more vocal disappointment to this announcement than not. <laughs> um, I think, I just think Xenoblade's a really niche game and like not many mm-hmm. people even know who this character is. And it's kind of the thing, to me, I made the joke of like, what's the only thing that's worse than another fire emblem character <laughs> xenoblade <laughs> character <laughs> but to be fair there's only one other xenoblade character in the game so i guess you can't really be too mad at that um, i think people would be more hype if forget franklin from gta 5 that would be insane and smash. just started <laughs> shooting with an ak shooting stuff with an ak <laughs> oh hey y'all what's <laughs> <laughs> franklin good. what's cracking y'all <laughs> no, that would be hilarious. Um, and I think I think though the other reason people are disappointed is because every single DLC character is a sword character. So this is like <laughs> this game is like by far has the most sword. I think there's probably more sword characters than non-sword characters in this game, if not really close. 
um and people i think don't like that to some extent let me let me ask you a question because i feel like we get bombarded with smash stuff mm-hmm. um and you, you're a smash fan yeah I love so smash. let me ask you this if you could pick one character right now that they said if they came to you and they said yo tizzler we will add one smash character for you for you me pick? me as yeah. me not just like what does the community want yes like me personally. you as you i want goku i've wanted <laughs> goku ever since that was a rumor and they I'm shut sorry, it down so quick I'm laughing. I'm laughing hard right now because yesterday my friend was looking at my YouTube history and it uh-huh. was just all Dragon Ball Z rap. That's hilarious. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm a black person that likes Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z." <laughs> <laughs> no, that is hilarious. But um, okay, okay. Yeah, and then I, I, so Goku okay. was actually a, a, a serious rumor for a long time, like at the, in the beginning when they were first announcing characters. But then they came mm-hmm. out and were like, we have a policy of only putting video game characters in. So we will not put any character that or did not originate from a video game. So then I was just like, all tears. But uh, yeah, that, that would definitely right. be my like fantasy pick would be Goku. I had a funny one, but now I'm regretting it because it's from a totally different uh, maker. Nah, go ahead. Uh, so you remember Shadow of the Colossus, correct? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the other game Ego? that would also? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember the pale-haired girl that you dragged around in Ego? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you were the big brother her. or whatever. Just her. her. Not the not the duo. <laughs> No, I want her in Smash. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, what did did she do anything? In no. The game? <laughs> her attacks would all be based on her brother, like popping yeah. out. I just want I want like a weird wispy, like nothing. Very useless character. on the outside character. And that's, yeah. yeah, that's the character that I, I could think of. That's just what do you do and no one knows what they do so you can just make their powers anything (laughs) that's one of those that's one of those cool like uh like duck hunt dog like one of those characters like nobody would expect but it would just be like well it's a character now (laughs) Nah, i would be down for that i think people just want weird like people don't want people don't want niche games i don't well I don't know what it is to be honest. It it's like people get really hyped for the games that sell well on non-Switch consoles. I feel like those are the characters that people always get the most. Like if they would have did like Master Chief or like Sora or something, like people would have lost their minds. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm 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 going to try the character out, you know what I'm saying, regardless. It looks like I like Sora characters. Um, she looks more fun to me than Shulk because Shulk, you got to deal with the whole like Monado art crap of like switching his arts based on the situation you're in. It's just like way too much management. Um, <laughs> but she seems a little bit simple. So she has the her Pyra form where she does like stronger attacks, but she's slower. And then Mithra is just she's faster, but her attacks are weaker. Um, so okay. that's a simple enough concept. But the one thing that I do want to make a point about is they are really surprising with how they're still able this game has 70 plus characters and they're somehow still able to make every dlc characters play style feel or at least seem like super unique um Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong it's smash so they definitely reuse moves across all the characters like they'll reuse like 
I don't know, like an up B or, or like a side B side special or something. Like they reused different moves. Like the, every character is just a combination of a of a set pool of moves in the game. But there's always a mechanic with the DLC characters that makes them special. Like Joker has Arsene, which no other character has. Um, this character can is two characters in one, which no other character is. Um, not in this way, at least. Um, like banjo kazooie is the other two characters in one character but it's done a little bit differently so it's like they always figure out how to make every character still unique in even though they're at almost 80 um which is i just think that's that's kind of crazy it's tough i mean yeah it's a hard fence to walk because it feels like they're walking on the edge absolutely (laughs) but they're doing it all right, I got my last pick. So, just for clarification, guys, the character I was talking about is called Yorda from Eco. And Yorda. then here, here's my Nintendo pick. All right, because mm-hmm. that was a wild one. Here's here's my legit one, and you're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh at this one. A this is cut. a character. Glover. I want Glover. This is who I want. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I want I want the snot nosed kid. Oh God. From the uh windfall island in, in wind, wind waker, waker the ba- the little baby with the <laughs> nose driplet that's always <laughs> yeah i just said i just see your picture i'm like he can whip the nose driplet around he could get people <laughs> stuck in it you know like you whip it around and you gloop them up that is hilarious and then you, like you can smack them off the screen and your nose driplet. that's gross <laughs> the nose driplet is fully the length of his body guys that would be hilarious it's not, not booger I, that's my that's my smash pick right there. No, Zil. I like his it. His name is Zill. These are the characters you can get super creative with. <laughs> the other Make one, pe- Striker. The other one people I say is Tangle from Wind Waker. Mm. <laughs> Just because he's so yeah, weird. I think I think he's earned a place. Like he's legit. <laughs> he's so odd. Um, but yeah, uh, I I'm most curious though about where Smash is gonna go after this game. Like, is it just gonna be a reboot with 16 characters? But we're back to melee. Yo, got they're gonna have to shut up for a long time. Yeah. Or, or they're gonna have to have like shonen jump levels of uh, like like stage rotation. Mm. Like they're gonna have to like to make the stages like three D, super or dynamic, yeah, or something. Yeah. Or something. Next gen stages, Switch Pro. Um, it's gonna have to be like a, what's the a Jump Force? It's gonna be like Jump Force levels. Oh my god, <laughs> I still hate the way that game looks. Like, why did they do that? <laughs> game looks gross people be mad climbing on jumping force it's so it realistic so, looking uh, but it, it is looks, it looks epic uh, like when you're fighting it does stuff. it looks so good it's the it's the it's the uh it's the particle effects that's that's all it is <laughs> exactly. they just overdid the particle effects <laughs> so it looks so epic um but then next up we got i think arguably the biggest announcement of the show get it right out the way up top uh we got the legend of zelda oh wait sorry th- this isn't i'm just reading where i messed up breath of the wild 2 news coming later this year all right that's whatever no news at this direct though but now the big one uh the legend of zelda skyward sword hd announced for switch now this was a rumor for a long time so it's not super surprising but at the same time why nintendo <laughs> why i feel like this is one of those things where it's literally just uh is it miyazaki the zelda and mario guy is that his name um, miyazaki or miyamoto uh, yeah i was gonna say miyazaki i know is Smack. That, the that anime guy yeah <laughs> the maybe that's the anime guy. guy yeah that's who that is yeah 
uh, so Miyamoto, uh, Miyamoto. He, I feel like this is one of those things where Skyward Sword was just like his one of his favorite personal Zelda Ugh. projects, but it was Ugh. dead on the Wii U. So he's just like, I want you, you. Everybody knows about Wind Waker and and Twilight Princess. I want you guys to play this game. Well, don't you think too that just feeds into the fact that like this was this game was already made to run on the Wii U. Uh, Actually, controller. sorry, not Wii U. This was a Wii game. It was. It, ne- it never it came to Wii U. Wii U. No, it only has oh. motion controls <laughs> up until now. So this was a game on Wii. So mad people probably did play it, which is also even more confusing about this. This was the game that I exchanged my. I was supposed to exchange Twilight Princess to my friend, and she was going to give me this game. And she got my Twilight Princess and never gave me this game. So you never did play this. So I never got to play it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so a couple a couple of things. Uh, it is HD, so they reworked all the graphics, and it does look pretty good because you know Zelda's got art styles, as opposed to having like realistic graphics or anything. So it looks pretty good. Um, they they made the I think important addition to the controls, so you still can play the motion controls the exact same way, just using the detached Joy Cons, obviously, as if they were Wii Motes. Um, but then they also made a non-motion control mode for the game where (laughs) they didn't change the mechanics of the game so it's still based on like directional swiping or like directional attacks and directional guarding of the enemy like that was the whole big thing of the game Mm -hmm. and now basically the attacks are when you're playing in non-motion mode the attacks are tethered to the right stick so if you want to swing your sword vertically downward you would tilt the stick downward to the right you would tilt it to the right diagonal you would tilt it diagonal Mm -hmm. i don't know how this is going to work in practice i'm sure with lock on it's probably going to be fine it's probably going to be better than the motion controls i assume at least for my left my left my left wrist thanks the creators because i remember playing twilight princess like oh Oh my god God, those mandatory motion controls i hate them Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was a very motion control heavy game, so I hope the non motion controls work. But it, using the non motion controls, I will say the combat looks awkward on screen just because it's not your typical, like, even when you're not using the motion controls, the character mm-hmm. Link looks like he's holding a Joy Con when he's holding <laughs> a sword. You know what I mean? You know exactly yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Um, kind of like how they do in like Wii Sports and stuff like that. Um, so the combat always looks kind of awkward in this game, but I'm still excited it's for a, like. It's the. It's- it's the same thing that I hate about VTuber uh, things, What's where it's that? like their arms are kind of just weirdly out there, yeah, just floating up and kind of making gestures you recognize almost. Because it's like like a ha- dead person. It's like they have to <laughs> make make the character's arm match your arm so that I yeah. don't know. I guess it makes sense for your brain or whatever. Um. So, but I'm still kind of excited for it either way. I'm still buy it and play it. But Tiz, would would you like? to tell the audience what kind of special joy cons they could maybe use i I was gonna skip right over that (laughs) so so there's one of the things i hate the most about nintendo (laughs) wait are you excited to play this before i before i talk about this do you Uh, you know what i care about this zelda and any zelda that comes out before the one that i'm waiting for is pointless to me so this doesn't feel like a new zelda to you like it doesn't no. give you the same excitement as like if a new Zelda was coming out that you never played. No, because I don't even I don't like the art style of the Zelda either. Got you. 
Yeah, it's like a mix of like Wind Waker and Breath of the Wild or something like that. But it's also not. It's like not, this whole yeah. new like watercolory painterly it's effect. Off. It's weird a little bit. And I don't like I don't like Zelda in the sky. Zelda mm. the Link can't fly. So the whole setup just makes me you hate that you don't like the dragon fight in the sky temple in Twilight Princess. No, the fight was awesome. Uh, no, the, the air temple awesome. is my nemesis with the double grappling hooks. Really? Oh, oh man, that I had a lot of trouble in that temple. But <laughs> I will say I do like. I'm gonna call him Weiss, even though I know his name's not Weiss. Who? From Super? <laughs> I do like the villain of this game. Oh, yes, he <laughs> reminds like me of Weiss. He does look like Weiss. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so I'm like, I do like the villain of this game. So mm. I probably will eventually check it out. It's just not on my hype. Like, if this was Wind Waker, I'd be buying it. It'd be pre-ordering it already. Gotcha. So. Um, but yeah, you know, Nintendo with all their big games, they have to have their added peripheral sales. So they have special edition Joy Cons. Uh, the right one, or I guess the left one, because Link is left-handed. The left one is the Master Sword themed, and the right one is the Shield themed. And so they're like weirdly different color. Oh, blues. I thought it was reverse. It might be reverse. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I thought the left was the shield. The one with the red um icon on it is the shield. And then I thought yeah. the right one was the master sword. That's correct. With the gold and the blue. Yeah, it and I mean nice. they're nice Joy Cons, but Yeah, I just bought Joy Cons. Seventy dollars. So I'm sad now. Yeah. I also <laughs> give me my skins. Yeah. And it, same thing with uh, we'll get to it in a little bit. But Monster Hunter has a little promotion. Oh my god! Too. Don't even get me started on that. They love doing this after I buy my Switch. Like <sighs> they just punish the day one Switch owners. Like yeah, that's what they, that's all they they're doing. They punish anybody who's not waiting for a collector's edition. Yeah, but yeah, this is my Nathan Drake PlayStation Four all over again. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> And I waited two years before I bought a PS4, and then like it's two always years like later, year they five. decided to come out with an Uncharted. Game. Yeah, yeah like, that's how I felt who's with the, waiting that long. That's how I felt with the all red Spider-Man PS5, uh, PS4 Pro. Oh, when that man. came out, I was like, oh my god! But I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> no, couldn't do it. Um, Most people can't. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Skyward Sword. Uh, we will see what happens with the other. Two. What what are your predictions for the other two lost Zelda games? The lost on Wii U Zelda games. You think they're gonna be sixty dollars a piece? What which games are we talking about here? Uh, TP and Wind Waker. Well, they're not. They're they're just they're game. They're actually GameCube relics. Yeah. So hmm, let's see. GameCube, so but they all do already have HD remasters that could just be ported easily. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like what's come out that like. Is Sunshine the only GameCube relic we've seen so far? Um, That's really the I only think so. one that I can but think I, of. I don't count Twilight Princess and Wind Waker as GameCube relics because they were co-released on the Wii. And they actually played way better on the Wii. Or not, Wind uh, not Wind Waker, sorry. Wind Waker wasn't Wind released Waker is until a Wii U. Relic. That's a yeah. pure GameCube, but Twilight Princess I consider a Wii game. I don't know cuz yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what their their standard is for measuring which games they should put out. We know they're port. going to port them though, right? Like that's inept like they better. People if will pay $80 a piece for those. Like it wouldn't yeah. make sense for them not to. Um especially sure. cuz the Wii U is a failed console. 
Um, I just my only thing is I don't know if they're gonna be nice and give us a bundle for sixty dollars and maybe do it near Breath of the Wild too, or if because do gonna... we have an Ocarina of Time? No, the last ones of those no, were on three DS. Not on Switch. Yeah, three DS. Okay, those yeah. also need to come up, but who knows if that's gonna happen? So I yeah I don't know. Maybe it's just because like we had the HD Wind Waker release on Wii U. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I don't know because we got Pikmin. Pikmin. Yeah, Game exactly. Cause to me, so, it's like it's like uh, Skyward Sword took the most work to remaster in my head because of the change of controls, and it wasn't even in HD yet. Um, and the, whereas Mar- like Mario sixty four was a straight port with no no additions whatsoever, so it's like mm-hmm. you have the HD remasters of all of these Zeldas. The three DS ones, you would have to change the controls a little bit, obviously, but the switch also has touch controls you would just have to you know do something with the single screen but yeah i just don't know if we're gonna get a bundle or if we're gonna get everything separate for all 60 like that's why i'm okay with this game being 60 dollars because of the added work yes but the other games i don't know i don't know we will see we'll have to wait yeah we will see but you know, I'm going to push for skipping uh, Squid Kid Paintball Remix. And Skip let's it? Go. We got to at least say it. That's a big... Come on. That's a, that was a great Switch title. Splatoon 3 announced for Nintendo Switch. It looks like Splatoon 2 DLC, which is my only <laughs> issue with it. Um, but Splatoon 2, really, really, really good game. I can't let you I didn't do that get to Splatoon. In on the Splatoon. I didn't get in on the Splatoon popularity, no, so that's Splatoon. why I call it Squid Kid Paintball. Nintendo's like... <laughs> first attempt at a real competitive shooter and it it was great and it's it was it was the 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 single player mode was uh mario sunshine before mario sunshine port (laughs) i'm so serious no i know because i did play i did play it in a gamestop like demo yeah so i know exactly what you mean by that yeah yeah um but yeah not really too much to say they didn't show much um they just showed new weapons and maps and modes and it looked like splatoon and borderland yeah because it was like a weird desert (laughs) for some reason yeah um but yeah i'll check that out whenever it comes out uh mario golf super rush was announced for switch so the first switch mario golf title each console has a mario golf title so it's not surprising that this one was coming a a sport for a distinguished uh cultured uh gamer i always say the only golf game i will ever care about is one with mario characters in it um (laughs) (laughs) and the big thing for me with this game i think is the ease of you know switch online so this is going to be the first mario golf i think where it's really easy to just play matches online against people against other players against your friends all that type of stuff um so that looks pretty what about golf story did you like golf story yeah, Golf Story was cool, but you know what I mean, for an indie game, okay. uh, it's, it's not really, it does have was, multiplayer and stuff, but it's not really the same. I would say I'm excited for this, what is this, this like weird free running part of this game? Where oh, where you like, have to run after to, like, to chase your balls. Holes. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. so weird. So, like, uh, no, uh, just a behind the scenes moment here. So when I watched this direct, I watched it on my Switch and I played it at like two times speed. Like fast sped so up. In, yeah, so I played the video back at two times speed. So when they were doing the running sections, it was like, and I'm like, that looks hilarious. You always every Mario, any Mario game is not complete without a little bit of chaos. 
Yeah. You gotta yeah. add some chaos. And <laughs> this looks like the chaos. Super rush. Bowser wearing so golf pants is rush. nuts. <laughs> also. And then Luigi like starts skating on the turf. Like it, it looks insane. Um, but it looks yeah, like a fun it's party. Like they get like power ups to run between holes. Yeah, which, I don't know. It looks like a weird, interesting added mechanic. But I don't like know. I always race. find. I always every once in a while I'll like try out a golf game, and I like the introduction. I especially like the motion controls mm-hmm. for games like these because you know, like they work pretty well. At, well, it's that, and it's like I'm probably never gonna like pick up golfing no absolutely because not. it's like way too expensive yeah. and there's too much travel required it's mad so. boring in real life <laughs> yeah <laughs> when you don't have like, mario power-ups yeah so i'm like this is like as close as i'll ever get and i like absolutely. i appreciate these yeah yeah and i'll I play anything with mario in it with mario characters in it like just period don't matter what genre it is i'll, I'll probably play i play a chess game with mario well i like chess so that's not but you get what i mean i play weird genres <laughs> um, games that I wouldn't normally play, I'll play them if they have Mario characters. I could see Mario Chess being like it's like a life size board, and <laughs> you like you're Mario, somebody else is like Luigi, but then the pieces are like Goombas. I mean, it's essentially and... Mario versus Rapids, right? Like that is Mario Chess <laughs> when you think about it. Kinda, yeah. Mario Chess uh, tactics, yeah, whatever you, you want to call like, it. You Goombas are like your pawns. Your king could be like Bowser. Yeah. Uh, your 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 rook could be like a ghost. Yeah, and they all have you know. Don't give them the normal chess moves though. Like give them their own unique like yeah Mario yeah. ghost moves or something. Like Boo like sneaks up behind somebody and they pass out. Yeah, <laughs> whenever they get a piece turns their back or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, Mario chess. There you go, Nintendo. Free idea. Free idea easily. Um, right there. Um, and then next ne- next up we have the tactical <laughs> sequel to Octopath Traveler called triangle strategy now you know i stared hard at this trailer you're like why does this look so familiar i'm like i love it yeah no (laughs) best art style still of any game ever possibly hold on hold on can we please please call attention to to what they are pushing this as what did they call it it's called like 2d hd or hd hd 3d 2d hd yeah, it was something weird. <laughs> They're like the next game in the HD 2D series. It's really just like, 2D oh, with 3D backgrounds, like. <laughs> but it, it it looks amazing, and this to me is if Octopath Traveler was like a spiritual successor to classic Final Fantasy, this one is Final yeah. Fantasy Tactics. Like, so all the people who love Final Fantasy Tactics will probably love this game. The story is actually what I'm more excited about with this one, um, because. The last one, it was kind of hard for me to get into because everything was all separate. And it's like you don't necessarily like all of the characters, even though you have to play through all of their stories or whatever. But this one seems like it's an actual story. And there's like decisions you make. There's dialogue choices. There's like sto- decisions that change how the story plays out. Um, so mm-hmm. it seems like it's going to be more cohesive and replayable in that extent, um, which I think is pretty cool because i was wondering like they show like three different kingdoms areas yeah um so i was wondering if this is one where you can pick to start off in one and the story changes that's what i kind of think or i think it's more so you don't start off in one i think it's more so you side with one or like you ally with one Uh, at least that's what i got from the presentation um and it was basically like there are certain pivotal moments in the story where you make a like kind of like three-pronged decisions 
and mm-hmm. based on what you do and what side characters you talk to and stuff you have more of a chance of getting i guess your desired outcome um so it's it's interesting it seems a little bit bigger in terms of what you're doing than the last game mm-hmm. um so i i could see myself getting into it and playing it and maybe not beating it because these games be long but yeah because i still haven't defeat beated octopath and i was like i Neither. have to be octopath now that's <laughs> before a long I game think too. about touching this yeah um but yeah looks looks pretty cool um we'll see what the final title will be it can't well octopath i think was called project octopath right and then they eventually just named it octopath traveler yes yes so this game might just end up be called tri- being called triangle, triangle strategy, strategy. <laughs> uh which whatever as long as the game's fun and then um some quick announcements we got star wars hunters which is a third person shooter coming to switch um i, I think exclusively to switch so that that'll be interesting a little star wars hero shooter um free to play as well if i didn't say that um ew, it's by zynga ex- though so it's gonna be riddled with microtransactions yeah, i was getting okay. excited because i was like do i get to be mando now do i probably get to be mando now you'll get to be a mando i don't know if you'll or be, pretend be to be mando yeah. yeah it looks like there's a mando here on the front and a wookie i just want to see mando in a game not fortnite that doesn't count i yeah. want to see mando in a game yeah a star wars game preferably yeah um put him in in smash mando to smash um <laughs> that would be pretty cool he throws Gor- Gor- what's his name grogu he, grogu. he throws G- grogu at people yeah and then um, um next up we got fall guys finally to switch coming this summer port city um this you'll have to pay for so i won't be doing that i'm gonna be staying right yeah, on playstation be it twice <laughs> yeah keeping I, all I, my I skins like, i'm gonna stay where i got it free yeah Thanks. they're not gonna transfer my skins i'm sure so i might as well stay on playstation but yeah. i do think it switch is a perfect place for fall guys as well um hopefully it's cross play so we get more people in the mix um and hopefully yeah. they have like mario theme skins and stuff like that that would be cool as well it'll be fun yeah. and then we got uh, hyrule warriors oh by the way just uh, sorry side yeah, no side problem. note on fall guys season next season valentine's day days, season. i think yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess isn't maybe that, it'll isn't just that be it? spring maybe it'll just be spring what is it right now just winter still winter it's just like a christmas season christmas yeah season stuff. okay the new courses are insane too by the way if you haven't played any of the winter obstacle courses there's like a new like quote unquote slime climb but it's like yeah a winter bird that's really fun it's crazy that's it's like i tell people get on it because they might be gone in eight days <laughs> yeah they have been updating and improving the game though like they have selectable playlists now that rotate in and out like it's it's pretty cool they have like titles and stuff um so yeah it's, it's solid um but then next up we got hyrule warriors age of calamity expansion pass there's gonna be two uh dlcs and the whole expansion pass is 2099 it's gonna be new characters new maps new challenges all that stuff um y'all can look more on that if you want on your own um ninja gaiden 3d game collection announced for nintendo switch so i don't know if this is only for switch but it's gonna be uh the three three D Ninja Gaiden game. So Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Sigma Two, which I think are just remakes of one and two. And then Ninja Gaiden three, Razor's Edge. Uh so Ninja Gaiden for those that don't know is there's a lot of influence in a lot of other games that come from Ninja Gaiden, like Souls, for example, is one of those. Um 
kind of that idea of like hard methodical combat ninja gaiden's a little more fast and action-based uh but it is very challenging and very like you can only mess up so many times uh so that might be something cool to try out Uh, i've always been curious about those games i played at them a little bit but not a lot um so i might check that out yeah they look pretty slick yeah yeah my boy ryu hayabusa he's another one that a lot of people wanted in smash because there is no ninja character in the game yet that i think that would be pretty cool um and then next up super mario items are being added to animal crossing for free this month so if you wanted to make your mario world island now you can um (laughs) and it seems like they have everything from like character outfits to blocks and power-ups and everything you can think of mushroom houses and all that type of stuff um and then I knew this game, this next game was familiar, but I wasn't sure where it was from. But it is actually a 3DS port. Um, Miitopia is coming to Switch, which makes sense because there's nothing really to do with your Mii's at the moment. Um, <laughs> so now we can all join each other's worlds and RPG battle with each other's Mii's and build homes. And I'm actually going to play it. I'm not going to lie because I like. Yeah, I'm curious because like the, when you go to this game on the store. Right, it mm-hmm. says single player. Mm-hmm. So, are you going to be able to play with other people? It in the trailer, it was like team up with your friends. <laughs> like, yeah, and I it guess. says that in the description. But then when you go down to like players and the controller listings, it's like yeah. one and one, like online and offline. It's like one, and I'm like, okay. So does it? Is it? play with your friends it's like is it creating replicas of your friends in the game to play with oh but yeah no i think so on the 3ds i'm reading it right now it was exactly what you just said it's like you come up to uh, you get other people's copies of their me's and their npcs that you play with so Uh, because like you're like i have a me of you or a picture of me of you on my yeah switch so i'm assuming it would pull that in yeah i'll be in your game but not yeah but that's kind of (laughs) sucks yeah that's what i'm like i hope they open this up and it's not single player but even if it is i'll still play it one thing i will say i miss there was like a me stock market on Uh, the 3ds i want that back bring that back there's a bunch of like little time wasting things so there were activities in uh the if i'm if i'm not remembering incorrectly mm-hmm. uh there were activities that you could do with your me on the 3ds mm-hmm. you would earn like fake money mm-hmm. and then you could play that fake money in the start stock market and you know if you win more money you can spend it on like rewards and things uh, for your that's character. pretty cool so i'm like i really wish they would bring something like that back um because it just involved you doing a bunch of like little meaningless tasks but it yeah. was still fun um i really also like fleshed out avatar systems like how the xbox avatars used to be and like i wish you could buy clothes for your me and stuff and like unlock clothes through games and unlock outfits through a cheat through trophies or achievements or something like that That yeah and i liked it because it was like it was an in-game way of making money Mm -hmm. that's that's gonna be super rare (laughs) these days yeah yeah everybody's unfortunately hyper hyper stingy but i will say that the rpg version of this on the 3ds was pretty fun to play so because i i I don't know as a person who gets overwhelmed by rpgs sometimes and all the stats and stuff it was nice seeing like a dumbed down version of that you would uh that wasn't pokemon you would also really enjoy and 
from everything I'm looking up, this game is single player still, which is kind of a bummer, but I'm going to still play it probably. Um, hopefully it's not sixty dollars because that would be a problem because yeah maybe if enough people like it maybe we'll get multiplayer crossover you know maybe that's a typo because it's so fresh in the store who knows but um this reminds me so there is a three you still have your 3ds right yes there's a game that you would really like called fantasy life um where it's i think i've heard of that i think i'm i might have that you might on there, or I might have a demo of it on there. It's basically just because I think I know exactly what you're talking about. It's kind of like this, where it's like kind of a light RPG, where you basically just enter the world and you just make your character. It's kind of more like a RPG sim than anything. So like you could just play mm-hmm. the whole game, just chopping wood or whatever if you want. You know what I mean? Or you could like farm for the whole game, or yeah, uh, or fight monsters, or it's it's one of those things where it's like a a whole like you pick your job and you live your life type of thing kind of like this yeah because um, i like those games kind of like um because moon moonlighter was kind of very heavily one-sided in the shopkeep part mm-hmm. but i like those games where it's like oh you can like go explore dungeons you could run your shop mm-hmm. you could farm you could do whatever so mm-hmm. sure. yeah. options um and then next but up, i like strip strip down rpgs sorry that's all i was trying to say is like it's like a strip down you know it's yeah, not some not overly story and yeah. stuff like on top of your own whatever you want to make it you can turn your brain off and just grind yes to be honest and that's like we love those type of games <laughs> uh but then next up uh some re-releases outer wilds coming to switch summer 2021 um a famicom detective anime game coming to switch 2021 uh samurai warriors 5 is headed to nintendo switch which is interesting because i never thought they would make another game that was not licensed again like i never thought they would make a non hyrule warriors or a persona strikers or a one piece pirate warriors like i never thought they would go back to like Samurai Warriors and Dynasty Warriors were, like, what the studio was known for up until, like, a few years ago. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty cool that they're coming back with another one of these for Switch. Um, and it looks pretty good. Same gameplay, obviously, but you're just playing as, like, Samurai from Japanese history. Um, and then we got Legend of Mana Remastered. This game was really nostalgic for me. I've never played it, but it looks like the type of game where, from my childhood, where I would just be in, like, Best Buy. And I would just see a random RPG for like Game Boy Advance on the shelf, and I would just look at it, and it would look like this game, and I would buy it and play it for mad hours. Um, so that that just the way this game looked was very nostalgic for me. Um, and then we got a big one that I'm hyped for, and we got a new Monster Hunter Rise trailer, um, and it's basically just showing more of the game uh, monster. One thing about this game that I'm really noticing is that the monster designs are way more uh out there as opposed to previous <laughs> games like monsters uh, are spider? like yeah the spider there's like a noodle neck water dragon thing <laughs> noodle neck yeah it's like a noodle <laughs> it's like uh who's the dude that used to splash mud around in world it's like oh uh uh, uh i know exactly what you're talking about the uh fish yeah fish Oh, I can't remember his name now, but I know what you're talking about. It's like they just needed a mudslinging monster, so now they have a noodle neck mudslinging version of the fish dude. <laughs> um, and then there's... I appreciate it because I, it, I between so I played four was it? I always mess this up. Generation Ultimate. Oh, okay. and then I went into then I went into World, World, and it was like you 
hardcore snap to looking for those skeletons because mm-hmm. you can tell like which monsters were modeled off of each other right exactly so that's why i was like i did appreciate these designs because i was looking for those skeletons yeah. <laughs> like hardcore there's one um, that's like a giant armadillo it's like that is literally yeah. just like a giant armadillo um, and he's got like this weird licky tongue that yeah. like, shoots way out the box yeah. the box monster is literally just looks like a demon like like a japanese like oni or something which is pretty mm-hmm. cool he looks like something out of neo like a neo boss now i will say i think that spider might be from the movie really but i'll let you de- i'll let you determine that because okay. it doesn't look like that there, there there is a spider attack in the movie and i'm wondering if this monster is like from that or supposed to be that something tells me capcom wasn't even involved in the movie <laughs> just like here <laughs> to they find make the movie the signing it's like what do you want you want rathalos yeah, you whatever. want diablos All yeah right, just signed it <laughs> there you go <laughs> there's gonna be what they didn't even read like the script or anything um mm-hmm. but no i'm really hyped for this game the graphics are growing on me i was a little like i i'll say at first i noticed the the drop in graphical quality from console yeah. to switch just in like more uh sharper angles and stuff like that but it's it's fine now the more i look at it like it, it's it still fits it doesn't seem like the screen looks too crowded or muddy or anything um so i'm not mad about that and i think this this is looking like a day one for me like okay i'm just i'm just hyped for more monster hunter um I snap think, snap i think i got my fill of world and i'm just ready to start a new a new game and um Mm -hmm. the other thing about this game too is you notice if you notice like the weapons and stuff in the trailer it seems like they're trying actively to get rid of like i don't know if you remember from world but a lot of the weapons were kind of like there were really well designed weapons but then a lot of them were just like a bone on a sword like on the (laughs) standard iron sword model and they would just like throw a random bone on it or something um it seems like they're trying to get more into like the weapons really look like the monsters now again which oh is man really cool. that's another thing i forgot the one of the cool parts of monster hunter is the weapons absolutely but do you love but do you absolutely love those joggers weapons those base model joggers do i love them do you love those no you love those right those are trash. You're a fan of monster hunter though but you're a fan of monster hunter so you absolutely only love joggers weapons what does that mean what are you You'll saying see. to me right now is that You're the movie see. are you saying the movie <laughs> <laughs> there's no you know there's you no weapon designs joggers weapons. that's hilarious because that's because you're a monster hunter fan right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> They just watched the first trailer of, of World and then made the movie based off of that. Bro, I think they looked at the box art. <laughs> I don't even think they watched the video. And then made a I whole movie. I think they looked at the box art and they made a whole movie. That is hilarious. <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> The box this. art. <laughs> no, I can't I, wait uh, either. Never mind. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I can't wait either. Oh, man. But yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for some monster uh, hunting adventures. Yeah. I saw that like it was like this weird like chain to chain to chain in the sky, mm-hmm. uh, like the character like oh the spy he was Spider Man and yeah with the yeah with the bugs. And I was so like oh crazy. god this would be so weird oh my god we're acrobatic now, uh, <laughs> so yeah Monster Hunter coming out soon March twenty sixth twenty twenty one everybody support yeah, it yeah I miss it I miss the time I put in on World so for sure I may may pick this up 
and um hopefully these switch load times aren't atrocious though that's my only fear uh, is that the look because monster hunter load times on ps4 are kind of atrocious i see we'll see we'll just have to see yeah, just be we'll stay see. stay positive i will stay positive. i will i will <laughs> um and then tales from the borderlands coming to switch um one of my favorite tale uh telltale games pretty funny mm-hmm. uh capcom arcade stadium released now on switch so you can get that uh stubs the zombie which looks like some weird <laughs> steam game that somehow snuck on the switch <laughs> uh no more looks Hero. like an xbox 360 era of games game yeah it does um kind of odd but switch has a lot of weird games on it um then we got no more heroes 3 coming to switch august 2021 so that is the latest sequel in the franchise one and two got remakes that's another game that got remakes from Wii. um no more heroes one and two uh, so mm-hmm. those are already on Switch. Um, and this game, I think two is my favorite. Really, I still yeah. gotta play both. To be honest, I just um, don't know if I'm gonna like three or not. So three looks like, and maybe you can tell me if two did this or one. But three looks like it's doing a thing that I've only seen. Near Automata was the only other game I saw do this really well. But it looks like within this game, the gameplay and the fights are a bunch of other game genres like it does a bunch of genre switching so i saw like you know one yeah. point it's like a regular action just hack and slash game and then i saw a boss fight that was like a final fantasy turn-based menu popped up mm-hmm. and then another one it was like a quick time event where you're pressing buttons and then it's one of them was like a galaga like bullet time type of game and it, it was just mm-hmm. like i like when games do that like if they especially when yeah. they do the mini games well because it makes it so i never get bored with the gameplay that's why that's why I was hardcore re- recommending uh, Baobab's Museum. It's like because that too. Uh, Mausoleum. I'm sorry, Baobab's Mausoleum. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it that's literally what that game is. It's like you'll go from task to task, and basically mm-hmm. every task was like a different genre of game. I really like that. Um, was yeah, it, but what? I remember. Oh God! I was just gonna ask where the other ones like that. One uh, a Baobab's or no more, no more heroes. Uh, for the first one, I don't remember it as much, but the second one, when you would do the part-time jobs for Trevor, okay. they would almost always, like, I feel like one was, like, Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> you <laughs> were, like, funny. vacuuming up, like, ghosts. ghosts or something. That's hilarious. But I do remember, yeah, there was one where it was, like, you were picking things, and it, like, it straight up turned to, into, like, an SNES, like, game screen. Okay. Um, so it was, like, mixed up, but granted, I played, you're talking about back in, like, 2009 or something, I tried, I played this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool though. Um, I will get around to all of these at some point. Probably not day at one, some but point, at some yeah. point, yeah. Um, and then this game called Neon White, which is this like kind of card battley looking game. Um, yeah, this looked interesting. The Neon White. Do you want to say yeah, anything about it? I have a little bit of a card game addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it. Sorry, guys. The trailer was like screaming in my ears. But um, can I get you? Wait. I probably can't get you on Yu-Gi-Oh with me though, can I? <laughs> you might be able to trick me into playing Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh Duel Links on Mobile is an amazing a ten out of ten game. It's like it's I'll go fact. ham on like some of the Kingdom Hearts, but I'm like, yo, Chain of Memories though. Nobody talks about yeah, Chain yeah, of Memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so hype. This is a card game. It was. Um and yeah, I blame a lot of that on Kay because he like kinda got me addicted to like. Do you the only like card battlers card though? Yeah, that's what um, I'm wondering. 
No, I wouldn't say I only like card battlers because I do on occasion play like actual card games, like one v one card. Um, so yeah, I would. But this this was like holy crap! Like first person like level like ghost runner levels of movement mm-hmm. on top of like cards cards yeah but <laughs> so, that... so i'm like uh how are you gonna do that so how did you interpret that though because i was watching it and i was like this looks on rails it looks like you're just picking a card and the character's moving on its own but yeah, i i I'm can't tell that i'm assuming that you're gonna have like a selection of cards to use and your movement or what you're capable of doing is going to be limited by what you possess. That's what I think. So. Um, but it also looks like you're picking up cards on the map. On the so. fly, yeah. Where the RNG comes in. Cool. Um, but yeah, it looks like, uh, what was that game? Um, what was the stupid first-person running game with, like, no fighting? Uh, no, like... Oh, Mirror's Edge? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's Mirror's got a Edge very white palette. With, like, a card game over here. Yeah. It's very white with a bundle with like random splashes of color. Yes. Um and it, it, it looks kind of different. Cool. Yeah, it looks different. Um and then we got the worst looking Apple iPhone port looking game I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> DC Superhero Girls Teen Power. And oh, I'm not God. even gonna say any more than that. Uh I thought you had skipped over it already, my bad. Nah, I need to start <laughs> sk- skipping. I need to start moving. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies is complete edition coming to Switch. Some random game, free for all dodgeball called like Knockout City is coming to Switch. Um, <laughs> World's End Club is like a kind of like this anime ish choose your own adventure. Like I don't even, I don't even really know. It seems like some type of adventure, side scrolling type of thing. Um, that's coming to switch from the makers of Danganronpa and Zero Escape. I- I've been wanting to play the Zero Escape series for a very long time. Why does that sound familiar? Because um, yeah, it's that escape. decision. It's always on sale on PlayStation. There's always one of them are on sale, mm. and it's like the it's like nine people and they're locked in this place, mm. and like it's like the decision making game. Gotcha. Okay. And it comes up all the time in the store, and I'm like, I, I, one day I'm going to just hard purchase it and and try it out. Might it's just well. I always get like nervous. Yeah, yeah. What if it's... <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna get everyone murdered. Don't you miss the <laughs> the days of games where we literally just walked into a store, had no info besides the box, pick it up, and then you almost always enjoy it. I feel like that way. I do and don't. Yeah, I, I do and don't. Like, I don't remember buying like, I any games being that I hate. Informed now. That too. That's true, but that I also bought like way less games. That's also true, and spent way more time <laughs> with each one. Yeah, I kind of miss those days. Like it was a simpler. Time. Oh, I do too. Don't look. Don't get me started. I would never discover Custom Robo Arena today. I love that <laughs> game on the D- on the original DS. Nobody never talked about anywhere by anybody or anything. But I only found that game by looking at a box in a store. Because I said, I, I'm that person that's like, hey, guys, remember when, like, playing a game was, like, an unconnected, like, one-person experience yeah. that, like, you then later shared with your friends yeah. once you were done with your personal experience mm-hmm. with it? For real. And now it's just you do it in real time over the internet. Or it's just yeah. multiplayer and it's just showing you in the game while you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what the rest of the world made what choice they made at this point yeah yeah i'm like i don't want to know yeah i want to know surprise me um um and then we got bravely default 2 which isn't actually a sequel so i still hate the way square names their games (laughs) (laughs) like it's they're like in the trailer like do you want bravely default 1.5.1 what do you want bruh 
in who, the trailer they're like they named it enjoy this brand new adventure in bravely default 2 just listen to that sentence it makes no sense and then there's already Enjo- a bravely wait, 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 wait. wait enjoy this brand, brand new, new adventure. adventure in bravely default 2 what's wrong with that that is the most contradicting <laughs> sentence ever First, you're thinking it's a sequel, and then they're like, wait, brand new adventure, so it's not a sequel, or it is a so sequel? It's just a new sequel. Different characters. Different characters, different story, different, different story. everything. Okay. No connection different to one world. at all. Got you. Got you. <laughs> but there's also a Bravely Second already, which is the sequel to Bravely Default. Okay. You should have led with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, yeah. I'm mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm as mad as you. <laughs> and, th- and those two are only on 3DS, where this one is the first game on Switch. You see how there's mad issues here. Uh, welcome. I just see like Kingdom Hearts, and then what was the other one we were talking about? Square Enix. Well, Re- they're just all in a room, and they're Kingdom like, Hearts Re colon colon Descent Dream of the Final three hundred sixty five over Dude, one squared over two intermittently forever <laughs> three slash three and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> people are gonna be looking at this shit in the future like, what the hell? like why why did they like i almost feel like they're just trolling at did, this point did someone sneeze while they were typing this title actually and then they just left it that way no it's like those challenges on social media where they're like open up your phone and tweet the like just hit the suggestion in the middle in your in your <laughs> in your text box and just slip <laughs> that's how they come up with the names Ew. They just hit the middle suggestion every time. Oh man! Um, but yeah, really default too. Looks like a. It looks like the mobile version of Final Fantasy 15. If you've ever seen that, have you seen that? <laughs> the, long, the pocket, the chibi, the yeah. pocket version. It looks just yeah. like that. Like the every. Giant, I hate. It. All oh, of the cutscenes okay. have these big head characters, like with my little bad. bodies. It just like clicked in in my, my brain yeah i oh my god i yeah. don't know why that unsettles me so bad that's this entire it game looks like they have no necks yep and their arms are like all little bunny nubs and like oh and their heads so are just weird. giant for no reason but, and their heads are giant and like overly defined yeah. like their facial features are like way too defined exactly for like the rest of their body it's beautiful joe it's it's beautiful joe in 3d anime form yeah the beautiful joe has that <laughs> nice 2d vcr look to it yeah um, which is cool. But the the character proportions are off. Are that, yeah. oh, beautiful Joe. They're gross. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then next up we got another throwback RPG Saga Frontier remastered. Um, and then we got a new Ghosts and Goblins game. And uh the, I like the art style on this. I do too. Enough. Um this is cool. And I like this type of game, so I want to try this out. I've never actually played Ghosts and Goblins. They also ported the older games over as well. Um and they're already on the nes arcade and the snes arcade i think too mm-hmm. uh and then uh apex legends is coming to switch march 9 2021 uh it is cross play so i feel bad for anyone playing on switch you are probably going to get washed by the tryhards playing with mouse and keyboard um and then hades physical edition announced for switch so apparently that game did well enough to get a physical edition and yeah, i need to play i it. might eventually try it out yeah it looks like a game i would love so i will at some point but yeah that is all of the nintendo loot news it was a hefty direct um how do you feel how do you rate that direct overall in terms of just excitement announcements mm, it was 
mid to low for me. But that's just because it's not it's not my you know, it's it doesn't hit my interest necessarily. Mm -hmm. But it was it was okay. It was okay. I agree. I think not their best. Mid, but it would have been the greatest of all time if Myra would have or Pyra would have been like Sora or somebody like a character that people <laughs> wanted and if zelda would have been either twilight princess or wind waker or both then it would have been <laughs> the best direct to date hands down <laughs> no i want the direct i'm waiting for the next one that's got like overly features pokemon snap that's the one i'll be excited <laughs> they're about. gonna do a pokemon snap only direct i could see them doing yeah that, that I'll be hyped. Pokemon Day is coming up too. They're probably going to announce the Diamond and Pearl remakes, and then they'll probably talk about Snap. Cause like, uh, I'm just thinking about I'm thinking about a world in which Pokemon Snap has DLC. And oh, I'm that's, just, that's happening. Just floating away on that cloud right now, guys. Just infinite floating new away. islands to take pictures on. Add in new uh, generations of Pokemon as time goes by. It's amazing. I'll maybe I'll actually get a decent picture of Mew. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, I never yeah. really achieved that in the last game. Doing playing <laughs> games like bastard. this later in life are different too, because you really, you really get to take take into consideration and like really think about what you might have missed in your younger years. And yeah, you can just kind of look at it. On an extremely extremely side note, I've mm-hmm. been saying bastard a lot more after watching RDC World. Oh, <laughs> who was that? Uh, Yusuke? Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> bastard. I'm like that bastard Mew. I never yeah. get a good picture of him. He does say it a lot, though. <laughs> like if you I go back like, and watch, yeah, he says it a lot. Dub, in the dub, he does. You're mentioning he's always he yelling it. Bastard. Like you bastard. Because that back then, that was the curse word. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's a funny word for sure. So this is like that bastard. And then um, let's move on yeah. to our next convention of announcements. I'll go a little faster through this one because this one just mostly for my. You guys ready my for my nerd excitement? <laughs> Yo, dang! <laughs> Look, man, <laughs> disappointment, oh, man. I'm just saying, when there's true fans mm. out here in the world, and we gotta sit through this BS. Look, this is great. That some hot topic kid voted for. I'm a because <laughs> he he wants to see this in his hot topic shop. Like, I'm a little upset. I'm a little. Wait, upset. are we talking we'll about we'll different things? We'll are, are we talking about different things right now? What are we talking about? I was talking about BlizzCon <laughs> line. We talking about announcements. The... Oh, what are you talking my about? Bad, my bad, my bad. I was talking about Crunchyroll Awards. Oh, oh talking about BlizzCon. We're gonna get there. I'm. Gonna, I just want to get through these announcements real <laughs> my quick. My bad. Nah, you're good. You're good. So I'm gonna go through the BlizzCon online announcements real quick. Y'all can dive deeper into them if y'all want to. Um, Blizzard Arcade Collection with classic Blizzard games is launching today on PC and consoles. Um, World of Warcraft Shadowlands patch 9.1 Chains of Domination has been announced and um, it is coming with a new 10 player raid where you fight some major characters. Um, I'll let y'all look at that trailer because there's some some big story implications in that. Um, Also a new location is being added um, for players to explore called Corthia. Um, So that all sounds cool and that is all free obviously if you if you play the game it's not it's a part of the expansion. and then World of Warcraft Classic announced the Burning Crusade. And I just want to take a second to say it's kind of genius, but also kind of stupid on like the player's part. How they're literally letting Blizzard get away with just reselling their old game. Like they launched <laughs> World of Warcraft Classic. It did so well. And now mm-hmm. they're just re-releasing the next old DLC 
so they have two skews of game right they have the current game which mm-hmm. is at shadowlands expansion and you know obviously the current game we went through classic we went through burning crusade at one point we went all the way up now we're at shadowlands and now they have just a different skew of the game where you're just back on the oh, second no. dlc again <laughs> so it's like and and they're doing this thing where they're letting players kind of decide how far they'll go with it so it's like we'll if players want it we'll get the next dlc the next old dlc again and players want the next dlc after that <laughs> we'll probably get the next dlc again so it's just kind of weird how they're getting players to and this is free to be honest too so this comes free if you have the expansion or if you have a a subscription to the game so that's i'm not really knocking them i don't, I don't want to call them greedy for this but it's just kind of funny mm-hmm. how they just have two skews of the same game but just in two two different points of time happening at the same time <coughs> sorry which is just weird because you've never seen anything like that before really in gaming i don't think mm-hmm. um so yeah burning crusade coming a classic level going from 60 to 70 um and it's going to be the exact same as it was way back in 2005 or 4 when classic first dropped or 6 when burning crusade first dropped um so relive, relive that if if those were your glory days um this expansion was actually when i bought it when i very 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 first played the game um it was like 2006 and it was this was the expansion that was out so pretty nostalgic but i know how old the game feels after playing classic and i will not be going back most likely (laughs) um and then hearthstone is getting a big expansion and they're they're adding new content uh and they're kind of wish i was better at hearthstone i know there was a time where i was playing heavy but it 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 just moves so fast if you're not into it um like the new new they're they're reworking all of the base cards so if you didn't know hearthstone has had the same base cards and what changes is like a certain subset of seasonal cards changes every season and then you just build Mm -hmm. those new seasonal cards on top of the base cards but for the first time ever they're changing out all of the base cards um, so wow. it's really going to be a feel like a really different game when people go back to it, especially if they haven't played it in a long time. Um, so I might dabble back into that, especially since this game's free. Um, and this is one of those games where if you haven't played in a while, you're probably going to get showered with freebies when you <laughs> log back in. So that's always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they showed off and talked about some more Diablo four. They showed off a new class called the Rogue. Um, this game is looking to be a really exciting one for me. I love, love, love Diablo three. I have hundreds of hours in it on, and I own it on like every console that I own pretty much. Um, this, this game is like, it it looks a little bit darker and it looks, they're finally adding in PVP. So the Diablo three was supposed to have like a PVP mode with like, you know, team deathmatch and all that type of stuff. And it ended Mm -hmm. up getting scrapped like a week after the game itself actually launched. So they were just like not it did they didn't even say it got scrapped they were like oh it's in beta it's coming soon and then they just kind of stopped talking about it and they're i guess they just hope people would forget about it which they kind of did and then in this game they're doing it kind of a different way where so this is going to be kind of like an open world diablo so it's going to be the areas are going to be way more open there's going to be mounts to obviously traverse faster um they're there's going to be I don't know if you remember the dark zone from division, but that's kind of mm-hmm. how they're treating the PVP in this game. So there's going to be a special or special PVP open world areas where you go in, you secure loot, and then you have to get to quote an extraction zone 
while avoiding other players killing you and then you extract that loot and then if you die before you extract the loot the other players can steal it from you or if you extract it then it's yours for good um so literally the 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 division dark zone system um interested to see how it'll play out i always did think this game would be do really well with pvp um so yeah super excited about that um no release date on this yet but it I'm sure there will be a beta and all that type of stuff beforehand. And then uh, Diablo 2 Resurrection, which is a re- uh, HD remake of Diablo 2, but it sticks to the classic feel of everything, like all of the mechanics and stuff are the same. Um, that's coming to PC and also, for the first time, to consoles, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X, and Switch, um, which is big. Uh no release date yet for that either i don't think though but that is something that i think is going to do really well and then new details about overwatch 2 so basically they just talked about how there's going to be a whole bunch of new characters new maps um they're experimenting with how the mechanics of the game itself actually work and the heroes and the big thing with this game is it is cross play with overwatch 1 so if you have friends that are on overwatch 1 they don't want to buy 2 they can play with you even though you're on one and they're on two all of the maps are going to cross over from one and two all of the heroes from one are going to be playable with people in two and two with one uh so that that's a pretty cool thing but i think the downside of that is it makes the game look like a big dlc um just because it's all on the same engine and all that type of stuff but um nonetheless i'm excited for all of that and I think I was able to get through that pretty, pretty efficiently, <laughs> pretty efficiently. Um, yeah, it's easier when I have no input because <laughs> I don't delve into these games as much. That's why I had to do it fast because I know I'm the only yeah, one no that cares. Right, no now. And no, it's not that I don't care because I do want to play Diablo eventually. It's just, yeah, I'm not as informed. So you would love listening to you. you like that nine parchments game, right? I've never played it. Oh. Weren't you the one that told me about it? <laughs> Maybe, but I, I never. I I have it on. I think on my wish list for a while, but I never got to play it. Have you ever played an isometric co-op action RPG? No. Okay. No. I, I guess you just gotta try. <laughs> yeah, I gotta try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it is fun co-op though. I will say that. And Switch, it's it's you know that's always a plus. And now. We are at the Anime Awards, the Crunchyroll. The Lie, the lie Awards. The Lie Awards? No, yeah. they got it right. The award, they got it right. The Award for Liars. They got at least lie- the main winner right the last two years, I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think. I don't remember anything after that because we weren't podcasting, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we, are we starting with the big one or are we just going down this list? Uh, let's go down the the. Or you want to start at like the bottom they, or something? They start with the big one, I guess, right? Yeah. You want to start at the let's, top or the bottom? Let's save it. Let's save it. Let's start at the bottom. All right, let's start at the bottom. So, actually, we're, we're looking at the same list, right? Yeah, the IGN one. <laughs> so, skip number one, and then go to number two, and then we'll come back to number one. All right. Don't the let first, me forget. We'll to come, come back, back to, to the first one. bullet. No, I won't let you forget. All of course right. not. So. I don't have the nominees. That kind of sucks. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Hold on. We might be able to find it. Yeah. Quick Googles. Crunchyroll 
Because some of these, I'm like, uh, no, son, you got robbed. Yeah, because I don't know. We're getting robbed here. I don't know all of the... Isn't it usually on the website? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I think I found it. Yeah, yeah, I found it. I'll link, send it to you. Yeah, link me that, John. Because I keep finding ones with just the winner. All right, there you go. What did you send it on? Oh. Um, messenger. Gotcha. I message. There we go. All right. So you said we're still skipping the first one? So, yeah, we're starting with best animation. Why are two... Is this... Are there two winners? For some of these? Am Maybe it's here? first and second place? All right. Yeah, because after you get past, like, the first... All right, we're going to have to cross-check as we go. We'll cross-reference. Yeah. I got both lists, lists up. We're good. All right. So, yeah, let's start with best animation. Um, best animation, the nominees were Keep Your Hands Off, Aizoken, The God of High School, Great Pretender, Jujutsu Kaisen, Princess Connect, Redive, and B-Stars. Um, I just, I guess I'll say the winner first, I assume, is God yes. of High School. And then the second, the runner-up is Princess Connect, Redive. If so I'm you're doing this best right. animation? Yeah. So best animation, according to our first article, was Keep Your Hands Off, Aizoken. All right. What's going on here? All right. So I'll talk you through this, okay? I don't know what's going on, but this is the correct list of nominees. So defer to your original link for winners. Okay, okay. okay. Because that matches what I saw. All right. So, um... So re-say the winner for that one? The winner for Best Animation for 2020 was Keep Your Hands Off, Isaacin. Have you ever seen the show or heard of the show? No, but I have heard many, many, many people talking about this show. um, and it's me of those, you know, non-series indie uh, seasons that's like stands out because it's so much different from mm-hmm. everything else. Mm-hmm. So what I can tell you about the show is that I, th- I believe if I'm not wrong, that these are it's like three girls in a club mm-hmm. and their main goal is that they want to I think they, they either want to make a manga or they want to make an anime. And I think okay. it's that they want to make an anime. So the entire series revolves around like their imagination and their ideas of the anime that they want to make. Mm-hmm. So it's very it's visually heavy because it delves into their minds and their imaginations. So a lot of the animations we're seeing are just like, you know, made up in their head, but okay. it's very it's very different and mixed media styles of animation. So I understand why it is getting this attention, mm-hmm. but I just have to full on disagree in a year that had God of High School and Juju yeah, and was... stars. Like I have to disagree that that's the best one. <laughs> I haven't seen it because it could be one of those things where it's so like, like, you know how some shows the animation itself is you know whatever but just the yeah. style of it is so unique yeah and like where it goes is just mad unique so maybe it's one of those i don't know um so but- i want to say it's hitting at least from a outsider perspective until i actually watch it it's hitting the way that like made an abyss hit mm. where it's like you look at me in abyss and if you don't know anything about it, you're like i don't want to watch this is like little kids yeah Okay. And like it looks like one thing, but then you watch it and it's something completely different. So who would you have given it to? Uh, I think I still I think I'm God just or Juju. Love. I have to give it to Juju. Cause 
There were there were move there were techniques I saw in Juju that I didn't see in God of High School. Yeah, I think. And oh, sorry, but, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I want you finish first. I, I if you guys have listened to any the podcast at any length, like you'll know that I'm a huge fan of rotoscoping. Mm-hmm. So. Any anime that implements some form of rotoscoping, I'm probably going to be in love with because I'm like, I feel like it's an art form that gets overlooked, but it brings this level of uh, a realistic attachment to which, something that's flat. Which part is the rotoscoping? So, like, r- remember we kept wigging out about uh, Mickey on the steps yeah. in the first scene, and yeah, it's yeah. like, it's, it's yeah, the, the parts in the fight where it, it feels like they literally just traced people actually fighting yeah 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 okay um and so i'm like i always kind of my eye is drawn to that and i'm a fan of that so i'm like i'm always gonna hype that up but i i do think after especially after this after this award show in particular i'm gonna give isaac a chance because Mm. uh i I just see way too many people talking about it i agree i think juju should have won the animation as well over and i think it should have been between god of high school and juju but i think god of high school does something god of high school cheats a lot more where they'll have stills and then they'll have yeah. flashiness around the stills the stills yeah whereas, the particle effects like yeah, you said earlier yeah yeah, yeah. particle whereas, effects whereas juju has a lot more constant consistent motion i think yes. at least in its yeah. fights especially like in this most recent episode oh we'll my talk about. god <laughs> yeah the budget because i could i mean honestly like I, Isaacin, great. It's 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 Rugrats, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's the power of imagination is what's fueling Isaacin. But I'm just like great. Even Great Pretender had great animation. Yeah. So it's like this one was really tough. Mm-hmm. So um, cool. And then All best right. OP. This is your category because um, I don't know any of these. Uh, so we got Easy Breezy, uh, which is what's the best? Should I just read the whole thing? Easy Breezy by Kelmiko, <laughs> Keep Your Eyes Off Isaacin, Kai Kai Kaitan by Eve Juju Kaitsen, Wild Side by Ali B-Stars, GP by Yutaka Yamada, Great Pretender, Daddy Daddy Do, Daddy Daddy Do by Masayuki <laughs> Suzuki, Kaguya-sama Love is War Season 2, Phoenix by Burnout Syndrome's Haikyuu to the Top, um, and the winner of that was... Oh, this Wild is Side. Thank you by Allie for B stars, which I don't remember. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm uh, the only one I remember that... is Juju from here. <laughs> I was gonna say I can hum it because it's like ba do boo it's that like that up pace mm-hmm. like jazzy like um it, and it's like the wolf and the rabbit are dancing. Okay. Um oh yeah because they're like a song. real wolf and a real rabbit in the open. Or right? it's it's actually it almost it looks like claymation. Yeah. But yeah maybe that yeah 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 um okay. it's definitely stop motion animation but i yeah, guess op I, is the visual too right it's not just the song i think it it says opening sequence but it really feels like they hung in on the song because when they played the nominees like they mostly played the song not so mm. much the op itself okay gotcha gotcha but yeah i i really 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 love the juju kaisen opening at least for the seeds what they are using so far i do too um and i also i love the attack on titan uh, opening <laughs> it's way too intense it's dope 
but yeah none of the other ones really stood out to me um but yeah juju and and i think i think wildside deserved it mm-hmm. i'm not against it nice nice um like i told you i don't know if i told you or if i said it on the show but the op for juju in english is depressing it's super depressing is it really like the lyrics are super depressing oh man i got but it fits to it. with the show so yeah i got listen yeah. to it um but yeah <clears throat> cool and then we got uh best ending sequence best ed lost in paradise by ali fi aklo juju juju the great pretender by freddie mercury great pretender oh they got freddie i was mercury like that's not there. fair because that's a real song yeah that's crazy <laughs> um night running by shin sakura fi um ami uh bna no, brand animal sorry for the names um, i hate i hate the way like japanese yeah, artists like name themselves that's nuts uh, like their chat chat uh chat yeah, usernames like shin sakura featuring ah yeah <laughs> k, k and how they name the songs like what is this k yeah. now name by d d d d doro hidoro uh i love no i love doro hidoro's intro more than the outro for sure yes um, i agree welcome my friend by okamoto's uh the millionaire detective balance unlimited last dance by Momor- momoru miyano inspector um would you care to read the winner for that the winner for best ending sequence because if it hadn't been that i would have fought someone was lost in paradise was lost in paradise by ali featuring oh yeah no that's a good one where they're dancing at the end i like that one. yeah how did ali get both the best opening and both endings that's clutch (laughs) ali must be a, a dope artist yeah, Ali's got to make all the anime everything from now on. No, I'm just kidding. That's dope. So, yeah, I, I kind of love this o- this ending because it's like the show can be at times very dark. Mm-hmm. So to have this like light, bouncy song at the end is nice with the characters like jamming. Yeah. So I like it a lot. They already messed up on the next award. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Best Boy. Yeah, this- this ruined me a little bit. We we got Kaiman <laughs> from Dorohiro, Gojo Satoro from Juju. We got Kun Aguero, okay. Agnes from Tower of God. Kun, I almost forgot about Kun. We got Lagosi. I, I can't. Kun can't be best boy because I can't trust him. Yeah, nobody can trust Kun. Um, we got Legoshi from B Stars. I like Legoshi. We got Anos. I love Legoshi. Anos Voldigode from The Misfit of Demon King and Cat. I'm guessing he's the main character. I'm um, assuming so. And we got Shoyo Hinata from Haikyuu. I'm guessing he's also the main character. Yeah. Um, and go ahead, read the winner. So best boy winner is Shoyo Gojo. Hinata. <laughs> yeah, but... You just wanted me to read it so you could yell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, bro, let me clean this up for you because this might. I know this your is show. what I did. This is what I did to make you feel better mm. or make myself feel better, right? Gojo's not a boy. He's a man. <laughs> He's a man. He wins best man. <laughs> That's right? hilarious. But for me, I think personally for me, I'd have to go Lugosi. Okay. I'd have to go Lugosi because like we're seeing him live like the full aspect of the high school boy. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hinata, we really only see him playing sports. We never see him talking to girls. We never see him gaming. Like we don't see mm. him do anything but play volleyball. Right. So he's like a typical shonen like, character I, more than anything. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, I really feel like Lugosi could get best boy. Legoshi um, was very like relatable, I think. I think he's definitely yeah. the most relatable he's on the list. Crazy relatable. Yeah. yeah. 
but Gojo, man. But yeah, Gojo, Gojo's a man. I tweeted the <laughs> other day. I was like, yo, this man Gojo. It was like it, it was just a tweet. It was a tweet that showed like Gojo just four different pictures of him, and I captioned. I was like, this man is always chilling because he knows that everybody else knows that they don't want the smoke at all. Like this man yeah, is always okay. relaxed. Like he, no no words <laughs> in the world because nobody gonna, wants smoke with him. This is gonna play into our a later category, but they had him his fight with Sukuna under best fight nominee, and I'm like, that wasn't a fight. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was very good. Like animation. it wasn't a fight at all. Yeah, it was very good. But my man Gojo yeah. is just casually OP. Like so casually. Yeah, he OP. was just sidestepping. Chilling. Swoop. <laughs> <Yeah>. Swoop. <laughs> oh my god. Blindfolded the entire time. Um, but yeah, and then we got best right, girl. We can definitely rush through this one. <laughs> yeah, we got best girl Sayaka Kanamori. Keep your hands off Isaacin Chizuru Mizuhara. Rent a girlfriend Noe. Do- uh, that's mine right there. No Noe uh, Dorohiro. Yeah. Katarina Kleiss. My next life as a villainous. All roads lead to doom. Jesus Christ. Abigail <laughs> Jones. Great pretender. Kaguya Shinomiya. Kaguya Sama. Love is war. I don't know who won that. My pick is Dorohiro. All right, so best girl is Kaguya Shinomiya okay, from Kaguya-sama Love is War. Because everyone chick. is obsessed with this show. I don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, no, the gambling well, chick. Well, I do understand, but is she not the Wait, gambling do, chick? Do you think this is Kakegure? Oh, no. Kaguya is <laughs> the one where the dude and the, the girl like each other, but they don't want to yeah, admit that they, they like each other. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking of Kakegure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Kakagura. <laughs> you, were, you were like, what? Kaga? I just saw Kaga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Kaga. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I, this one, I'm like, because last year, this one, it was like the Chica Chica dance. Do you remember how everybody was obsessed with the Chica Chica dance? What was that from? And it won, it won, it was from this show. It was from Kaguya-sama okay. because it, it won best ending last year because of the Chica okay. Chica dance. And I'm like, what is it about? okay uh, yeah. but anyway i'm moving on i'll this never understand my, romance anime it's not my thing yeah yeah it's just not my thing just like romance movies. Are, like my romance anime was like inuyasha yeah exactly <laughs> so inuyasha like, sword art uh, like that's me um all this I your name no i will give you one uh for those out there this is an old one no dame cantabile is a legitimate uh romance anime that i liked but it was also centered around music so mm, okay but I don't get these like rom com ones. Yeah, I have yeah. trouble with the rom com ones. Exactly. Because comedy is very subjective. I agree. Um, but yeah, congrats, best girl. Yeah. On to best score. Yep. And then we got best score or best music. Uh, Tower of God, Great Pretender, B Stars, Keep Your Hands Off, Isaac and God of High School, Japan Sinks, Twenty Twenty. I have no idea with music. I'm gonna guess like Great Pretenders or B Stars. <laughs> so i'll tell you straight off the bat this is one of the ones where it's like you this is where you like gotta watch the award show to kind of understand the selection but i have to also add that they pick like the worst chunk of the music to play for you like i know some (laughs) of these songs and i'm like there's points where this song gets so epic and it's like you played the lamest part of the song like what they just grabbed Um, a random snippet the winner for best score is Tower of God, which really? I agree with because no uh, there, 
Tower of God for me, like the weakest part of Tower of, Tower of God for me was the characters, mm-hmm. the world, uh, the flow of things all worked for me, and the music was like very good at making you feel like you were in, the, in this like ethereal, like out of realm, uh, spaceless, but yet all the space in the world place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm somebody, I'm somebody that gets really swept up in the score of of, of shows, shows and movies because mm-hmm. I'm like it really does make like I just noticed you know if you guys well I was gonna say if you guys don't understand just go watch that video on YouTube where it's like uh it's the my hero you say run goes with anything. Like mm. literally just watch that video and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Okay. But um that I, I listened this stuff like really plays into how I feel about certain scenes of anime. So mm. I, I do agree with this Tower of God. Uh Great Pretender has good music overall for its setting. Mm. Um it, it has that very uh streetwise jazzy feel to it, which is goes great with the like whole uh pickpocket uh mm. heist thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh stars also has really good music. I agree. Um and yeah, God of High School just slaps. Yeah, <laughs> but that's it's just because excitement. It's, like, it's all like intensity music. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then lastly, I think Japan, like all of these, Japan Sinks was also a very good nominee because like mm. that show like definitely makes you feel some stuff oh, uh, is, based is on the orchestral soar. So is that a good show. Uh, check it out i think i talked about it on the podcast like way back but definitely if you haven't seen japan sinks 2020 definitely check it out because it's like it plays into it's like a legit fear that people who live in japan have because they constantly actually disasters well it's not even that there is like a there is like i don't want to say a myth because it's based on science but there is like a chance of every 50 years of like a cataclysmic level of earthquake occurring oh. um and that's all based on like their 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 charts and their scaling yeah. of like historical ones so because of where they are on the tectonic plates they are under threat of something like this occurring and that show like hits that fear like super hard it's like delaware is um, gonna sink and if if the polar ice caps ever melt exactly <laughs> We're going under exactly because i'm like uh, my grandmother this past week was just like it is so horrible what's happening to the people in texas and i'm like yeah but i was like that's the same so thing crazy that to us yeah it was like, like five inches of snow show up out of nowhere and knock us out like, like anything that we're just not prepared for yeah so it's, it's I, nature is cruel and that movie reflects that yeah nature um, gotta teach us lessons sometimes we be acting dumb yeah <laughs> gotta so remember whose planet hear... it really is i want to hear your opinion about this next one though oh yeah so i have a little rant for this next one so um you're talking about best voice actor right Mm -hmm. so i i was just gonna read the winner because i don't (laughs) think anyone knows the quality of japanese voice acting if you don't speak japanese um Mm -hmm. that's my that's my whole argument with subs is that people say the voice acting is better, but they don't. You can't understand voice acting if you don't know the nuances of the Bro, language. No, um, no, you. Okay, I'm about. I was about to insult you in so many ways, how? and I'm gonna take it back because you're my brother, and I forget. Nah, go ahead. You have to stop. No, I'm. You're okay. That's I'm a, real. Okay, let me let me let me re, let me reel it in here because I'm. Getting if you upset. don't know <laughs> Japanese voice vocal rules listen and speech rules, listen. There's no way listen. you can judge the voice acting. This is why I told this is why I told you to watch Primal. It is not about the understanding the no, words. No, 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 it no, no. It is no. the emotion. That pri- that's different. Primal doesn't have voice acting. 
Right, but it he grunts. That's that's so different than actual acting. That's so different than actual words, though. Uh, you're talking about the acting you. of the character. So you're saying you're saying vocal sound acting is not voice acting. No, I'm saying when people make the argument of a sub having better voice acting than a dub, you can't make that argument because you don't have any basis to judge the Japanese voice acting because you don't know any of the rules of Japanese to judge it. You're judging it based on American voice acting at that point. Like, what is your basis of judging the voice acting if you know not a single... I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm just saying... Let the record stand that my mouth is fully agape and I am at a loss I've made this argument before on here. What? Anytime we have the sub versus dub argument. You are trying to tell me that because I don't understand Japanese that I cannot feel the emotion that the Japanese actor is trying to portray because he's not not speaking English? That's not the same thing I said. That's not what I said. What do you say? I said you can't judge good or bad. You can't say it's good or bad voice acting if you don't know the Japanese. You can say that you feel emotion from it, but you, you have no basis of judgment if you don't know the language because what are you judging it but based on? But that's the acting. You're judging it on how it sounds. But how do you know granted, how do you know how listen. it's supposed to sound though if you don't know Japanese is what I'm saying. I will I will give you I will give you a point in that we are when we're listening to it we're also reading the translations and so the Ex- words may right. be a bit different. But I'm telling you when Konodio gives his monologue i know exactly what he is saying i, get I don't that, need but an you, english translation you don't know the and intention and i can tell him no yes i do because i can tell okay i'm gonna give you a flat out example mm-hmm. um so there is i'm gonna i don't know the actor's name but i know there's an i'm trying to think of it on the fly i'm so sorry but I'm like, there is a Japanese voice actor that I heard recently. I don't know if it was in Apari Ronman. I don't know if it was in Kamini. I'm sorry, they're all mixed up in my head. But there is, there was a level of of graveliness to his voice mm-hmm. that I could feel wasn't a natural voice, but it was like I hardcore believed that this was a real person talking. One of my mm-hmm. matches for voice acting is, does the voice match what I'm seeing? Does this person that I see, th- do voice. I think they would sound like that? Right. Yeah, number one. And then number two is, when I'm listening or watching, <clears throat> am I thinking about the actor or am I thinking about the character? Because if I'm thinking about the actor, then you're not convincing me. Wait, 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 wait. But in... Are you saying thinking about the actor like you know who the you have to know who the actor is, or are you just saying you're no, thinking, thinking that about it's a person the actor, acting? Like I'm picturing a an abstract person, person in, a booth. in a booth, okay, making the voice versus the character actually speaking to me. Okay. So one thing I said to you, so just to give you your example, to go with your example, I don't, I did when I put on Kamui in Japanese, I was like, no, no. Mm. It's not the same. I don't like this mm-hmm. because I'm like, now I'm attached to the voice actor of Sugimoto because right. I believe that voice. Right. right. But I cannot stand Jotaro's English voice. If mm. Jotaro is not Japanese Jotaro, I don't have time for him. Okay. I'm, I'm not mad at that. I make the, be, like when, okay. For another example, Josuke, hurrah, Josuke's mm-hmm. got the very punk tone to his voice mm. there we don't understand japanese but i understand enough japanese to know that uh punks 
have there there are punks in certain areas that have that when in their japanese versus somebody who's speaking regular formal japanese but now you're now you're bringing in background information though i'm talking about the average person who doesn't know who doesn't know that but that's what i'm saying you as a person who doesn't know that you picked up on that distinguishment because you know exactly what i'm talking about when somebody's doing that accent versus a regular accent wait but I would say that I got that just from his attire and just from the the time period. Like he yeah, just but, looks like a, he has the the whole hairstyle. He just looks like a punk kid. Like I didn't get right. that from the Japanese and, voice acting. And the voice matches it. It never voice acting should never be a thing that you're actively thinking about. So if you're never thinking about it, then it's working. I agree with that. Or or it can be like all might levels of that. It's hitting you so hard that you can't not talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get me wrong. I agree with all that. But I think I just naturally suspend way more mm-hmm. disbelief with just anime. Like I, be, I feel on the Japanese side or the English side that they very much over exaggerate. Like it doesn't sound like how acting sounds when you're watching a movie. Like it's very yeah, over no, the top. Ag- agreed. Agreed. So I think 100%. from the start, I kind of just, especially with Japanese, I just suspend disbelief right away. Like I don't. I kind of start at this point. I kind of tune out the Japanese because it's like mm-hmm. I don't. Because it's like I don't understand. I don't know what they're saying. I don't know. <laughs> like I can tell they're putting inflections on certain things and things here, but all I have is the English words on screen to try to line that up with. And when it yeah. doesn't line up it throws me off whereas mm-hmm. with real english because i know the language when they put an inflection somewhere i'm like okay i know that that's proper english and i know that's where it would naturally go mm-hmm. and so you know what i'm saying like there's a basis well maybe there. okay maybe it comes with extended time like you know i'm not exclusively a sub watcher but maybe right, right. it's because i watch more subs i'm more. used to it yeah and i pick up on it more but yeah i i just have to say that like there there are i've heard crap japanese voice actors and i've yeah. heard good ones and the same i but i hear more good japanese voice actors than i hear good english voice actors that's mm. not anything to say about the actor it's just the choices sometimes mm. in english that they make for the characters i'm like why to tra- like, you mean why like kind of like that? translation Director? type of things like how they translate it to sometimes english. yeah some no sometimes it's just the straight up tone that they pick for the voice i'm like got you like when you were making the point about zenitsu and you were like i feel like i'm believable that that voice is the voice so someone who's scared all the time yeah and yeah. i'm like yes but the japanese one to me has the tonal quality of a young male who is scared versus the english one that sounds like a, a man, grown man doing what he thinks a scared child sounds like i get that i get that talk up here yeah whereas like the japanese one actually sounds like a young male with the slight chance of running away voice. at any moment all the time yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i see that for um, sure but yeah, it's so that's why I'm like I had trouble with this too because I don't know. I don't know any of like these. That. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, I like, agree with you there. Even Gojo, like I, I don't, I can't just think of his Japanese voice. You know what I mean? Like I just think right. of his presence and what he, his character does. Um, yes. But I'll, I'll read the names off. So best performance by a voice actor Japanese. We got Riho Sugiyama as Min- Minare Koda from Wave. Listen to me. We got Megumi Ogata as Han- Hanako from Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds wild. We got Yosuke Kabayashi as Natsuki Subaru from ReZero. 
um i subaru is a subaru is one of those <laughs> english voices i hate um <laughs> i don't really remember his japanese voices but i do hate his english. i hate subaru in general like i don't even that's what i think it is for me and slight tangent but when i hate <laughs> it that character, to the character it's the character it's never like do i hate the voice or do i hate this it's like no i just hate the character like he's just annoying yeah, no matter what language he's in um and then we got Yuichi Nakamura as Gojo Satoru from Juju. We got Mutsumi Tamura as Sayaka Kanamuri from Keep Your Hands Off Aizoken. We got Yusuke Onuki as Daisuke Kanbei from The Millionaire Detective. Um, was ReZero the actual winner? Is this wrong? Yes. Okay. So the best VA performance for Japanese was Yusuke Kobayashi as Natsuki Subaru. And yeah, I'm fine with that. Out of all the ones, that's probably the one I have the most attachment to. Gojo. He's the best at crying really... and complaining. <laughs> yeah, well, he. Uh, okay. This Why is, is my life again. like this? <laughs> this is unfair. <laughs> this is unfair because Subaru has two seasons of monologues emotional monologues mm. to base this off of where we've literally we've seen gojo talk a, a few times and it, and he's been chill as hell mm. those few times that he's talked so um now yeah, the couple moments when gojo was like talking about the admin mm. the people that he hates uh the principal stuff like that uh you felt it mm. you're like there's a there's a deeper person here right okay but yeah i agree with this as far as what i've seen um, because I, I, a lot of these shows, Toilet Bound, Hanako Kun, I didn't see Wave, I didn't see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, I the comment I made while I was watching this was that Wave Listen to Me is an anime about voice acting. So I felt really bad uh, that they didn't win. The that's voice funny because <laughs> that's what the anime is about. I guess um, I guess that's kind of makes it like a cop out. Yeah, it makes me sad because I'm just like, oh, yeah. that's what you, that's your thing. That's um, funny. But yeah, on to the next. Cool, cool. And then we got best performance by voice actor in English. Now I can actually weigh in. <laughs> so we got Z- <laughs> Zeno Robinson as Hawks, my guy, from My Hero Season 4. We got Crispin Freeman as Yu Serda from Fate Grand Order. Uh, who is Yu Serda? Now, I don't Z- like Sudra. this. I watched the show. I don't, I don't know who this I don't is. know this show. I don't know this character, but I like this voice actor a lot. I recognize okay. his voice. Um, I watched this stuff. show, but I can't. I don't remember this character's name at all. <laughs> There's so Sudra? many GD characters. Yeah, um, interesting. <laughs> I might have to look that up in a second. I'm watching. I'm slowly watching Unlimited Blade Works right now. So the real one. I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm getting there. It's um. It's kind of God of High Schoolist, where where you just gotta just indulge in the animation. Like, yeah, don't yeah, that's focus too hard it, on the that's story. That's basically what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hold on. See you, Sujo Fate Grand Order. I just want to see who this character is. Oh, I know who this is. Okay. <laughs> he. That's not his actual name. That's that's why I think. Um. But whatever. And then uh, who we got? Aaron Phillips as Laurent Theory from Great Pretender. We got Johnny Young Bosch as Bam from Tower of God definitely shouldn't be him jonah scott as lagoshi from b stars and aneris quinones as echidna from re-zero um who won that one and that would be i apologize i was doing some research real quick no problem so that was Zeno robinson as hawks okay yeah i was gonna either say hawks or b stars for me which I would laugh because I was like, I forgot this was a black guy. Yeah, that's or my guy. Black. I don't know. He may not be black. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I I I I was okay with this. I I wanted Lugosi, but I know that's pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and who else? There was somebody else that stood out to me. You said you liked uh, Crispin Freeman. Yeah, I like Crispin Freeman. I just don't know that character from Fate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm fine with this because I like Hawks. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I just feel like he hasn't had enough time yet. No, we. Just, oh my God, they just teased him. <laughs> basically <laughs> hopefully we get more next season um and then we got best director uh masaki you do we need to read all of these like no we can we'll just we gotta we gotta move along so yeah. the winner for best director which is not a surprise at this point is Juju. keep your hands off isaac oh. get out of um, here yo masaki yeah that's the that's why i'm like i just get upset because i'm like here it is this show that i've never seen and i don't understand and i've watched reviews on it but i still don't understand why it's winning every single award i don't get it um but yeah i i really like decadence i don't know if it stood out particularly in this category um but yeah i I guess that twist is the direction why they won is that they won or who won uh isaac won okay never mind so I'm going to say right off the bat, I think why Juju's not getting as much love is because you have to remember this voting cut off at the end of 2020. Mm. So this whole next, this whole season we've been watching currently does not get counted. Was as it a like part the first couple year. of episodes? Yeah, so season one, that I would have been out. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so we will see probably a lot more Juju next year's awards. Hopefully. Um it. and then what do we have? Best character, character design. design. Um, so I will I won't read the the nominees. Uh, but we have the shows. We have our Keep Your Hands Off Isaacin, Great Pretender, Toilet Bound Hanako Kun, uh, BNA Brand New Animal, T- Tower of God, and Yashihime. <laughs> Greatest character design. What for character design? It looks uh, mad. Gene- it just looks like a revamped Inuyasha. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a newer. So, English. what would you have liked to have seen win this? T- tis I just out of curiosity would give it to Tower of God probably because it I, has I, the most I mineral art style to me. But I'm guessing yeah, Isaac can one. Well, I was gonna say best individual character design. I think should go to Tower of God because I, think I can so. distinctly remember the different characters. Yeah, and um, the art style second, was just very unique to me. Like it was kind of pencil-y looking. Like I don't know how yeah. to describe it. It's it's very light handed. Yeah. Um. And then second for me would have been B and A because B and A does stand out visually to me out of all of these. Uh. But the winner was actually uh, toilet bound Hanako Kun. <laughs> no idea what this is about. <laughs> Which Sounds like I believe... stuck on the toilet. So yeah, to, it's a, it's about like a ghost that mm-hmm. like haunts a particular bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um. Which if you're a fan of Harry Potter, you're very very well. Uh, versed in toilet hauntings um but anybody myrtle shout out um but yeah so i don't know what to say toilet bell hanukkah looks like uh demon slayer it has like that visual style to it but on a toilet to me <laughs> but on the toilet yeah it's got a deeper deeper bolder borders brighter mm. colors that type of thing um but yeah not much to say there. Yo, didn't watch that. Slight <laughs> side note: Demon Slayer cheats a lot too in his animation. Like it has the cool little water pastel effects, but a lot of the attacks are just a static oh. character that just moves Wait. slightly <laughs> to the you side. You know what? See, uh, we we really need to get on the like a lot of background manipulation. That, 
we really need to get on that 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 uh featured series i was talking about where i was like we really need to discuss whether things are legitimately hype or not because i when you look back afterwards yeah yeah i had that same thought last week where i was like a lot of the anime fights that i'm hype about don't have a lot of actual fighting in them (laughs) no a lot of them have really cool like demon slayer like i think they do a lot with the background and a lot mm-hmm. with the s- secondary effects, but the characters themselves, like Juju, I feel like the characters in in God of High School, the characters are constantly moving. But there's a lot of scenes in Demon Slayer, like Zenitsu's big moment. It's literally yeah. him standing in one position. The screen just <laughs> and then, flashes, and then he's, and lightning zigzags. Yeah, and then it just looks really cool, but it really looks like it. It doesn't take a lot of animation effort, <laughs> which I'm no, not mad okay. at. Just a side question. The the scene of Jobless Reincarnation I showed you last week with the mm. wolf lady doing the, the sword swipe. That, does that, that was insane. fit into that category? Mm, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did that have legit movement in it? Or was it just like, like flash, flash? I want to say that was a bit of both because it did the classic anime thing where the character just like, it flashes and then everybody's just dead like it just a little sword swipe everybody's it did that but it had the cool little red uh-huh. ca- it had like the red screen it had moving the color effect. trailing yeah. and stuff that yeah, was okay, really okay. cool so it was like a mix of both for me <laughs> i have to stop and ask yeah but i'm definitely right. curious how uh, juju next... will look going back on it yeah it it still looks good i i rewatched it in english uh, okay. last week but best protagonist uh i think so we should read our, all of these our characters yeah, we can read these. Okay. Uh, so Natsume, Natsume from Decadence. <laughs> I forget who Natsume is, so I for- apologize. I don't remember if that's the main girl. I don't think it is. Okay. Um, Katarina Kleiss from My Life is a Villainess. Uh, Yuji Itadori from Jujutsu Kaisen. Annos Voldegold from The Misfit of Demon Academy. And Shoyo Hinata from Haiko. Haikyuu to the top. I think it's either going to be uh, Yuji or Haikyuu. So, best protagonist, you're going to cry. Oh, God. It is Katarina Clace from My Life yeah. as a Villainess. Go ahead. Give out the participation awards. <laughs> give out those I'm participation moving awards. <laughs> moving Gotta on. Got to do it. Because I did actually try to watch that show, and it was really dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, best antagonist. So, best antagonist. It's my category. Yeah. So, we have N I love from Dorohidoro. That's Mushroom Boy. Love him. Yeah, he's dope. Uh, we have Ryomen Sukuna from Jujutsu. Kind of understated. Like, he doesn't really have a big presence in the show. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, you only see him, like, pretty early, and then he kind of gets quiet. Um, But uh, my number one for this category, (laughs) Rachel. Biggest betrayal in anime history. Oh, my God. Because I was like, I legit had no feeling. First, I had no feelings. I didn't. Either. Then I didn't care for her for because yeah. I'm like Bam cares about her too much, and, and she's seen her do nothing. Yeah. Then I despised her yeah. with the deepest hate. <laughs> Who's worse, her or or Gabby? Who who would you who do you hate more? Gabby. <laughs> Still Gabby. Gabby. <laughs> Still Gabby. <laughs> Gabby can. Oh, if I could throw Gabby the way that that Rachel like. <laughs> Push Bam if I could push Gabby. <laughs> toss her out of the blimp. You would have tossed her out the blimp if you were Gene. I would have to- tossed her straight out that blimp. I would have, because ha- I just watched this fight Colt scene. Can I stay. Bakugo. I would have Bakugo exploded her into the ground, <laughs> like Bakugo did to Deku in their fight. Just rocket powered her. Just into stra- that strapped a loose uh, maneuver gear to her and throw her out the side. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's horrible. We don't condone um, child violence, yes. guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I will start this over. Sorry. So it's N from Dorohidoro, Ryomin Sakuna from Juju, Rachel from Tower of God, Akido Soma from Fruits Basket. I didn't. Does know that even count as an antagonist? antagonist? Yeah. <laughs> Fruits Basket. That's funny. And Echidna from ReZero. She's not an antagonist, is she? She. We don't see her enough. Which one's Echidna? That is that greed. That's greed, right? That's the black dress. No, a kid. Yeah, the black dress with yeah, the purple yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, she's not and an then, antagonist, oh. is she? Yes, she is. Uh. She told me <laughs> maybe I missed something. <laughs> okay, and then uh, overhaul from my hair. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> that's what I'm like. That's tough. Now? Overhaul's my guy, but I'm kind of with you on Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but I just Rachel's only an antagonist for that one moment, which is a really good moment. But I think as an kind of sort of yeah, I think overall my favorite is probably N, because I like those swaggery antagonists. Yeah, if we're going like hard set antagonists from the get, yeah. I would have to go N too. I like him a lot. But best, uh, you're gonna be shocked. Best antagonist, a Ryomin Asukuna. Mm. Mm. Shocked. I'm shocked. No, nah, I that's get wrong. It, but we haven't seen him do yeah, anything. Yeah, that's wrong. He hasn't antagonized, except for the one time right. he ripped out Bull's heart. Yeah. But yeah, nah. That's... And then like he sat on a throne and like like <laughs> just <laughs> burned some people. I don't yeah. know. Like, He's he not even the antagonist. The antagonist is one no. of the one of the curse spirits at this point. Shapeshifter boy or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, All right, that was here's wrong. A- Hype, hype category. Best yes. fight scene. Which I think is hard for this year, but There's a lot we'll, of them. we'll try. So we have Gojo versus, uh, I'm sorry, Blindfold Kakashi versus yep. Sukuna. And Jason and Mori versus Eagle Tyke. That was not the um, best. That wasn't the best. Actually, no. no, it was. It was. It was. If they're talking about the one at the end, it was. I think that was the, the best one scene. that. Uh yeah, the one they showed was the one where he's fighting like the white demon with the horns. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That one was so far. Uh so Jin Mori versus Jagel Tyke. We have Bercoli versus Emperor Vector. I didn't Sword watch Art this show yet, but I know the fight scene. That's that's the funny <laughs> part. I know and the fight scene is really good. We have Deku versus Overhaul. Also really good. For my hero, we have Jin Mori again versus Han Daiwi. And we have Brawler versus Master in Akudama Drive. This is, Yo, Brawler, Brawler versus Master one. was kind of hype. Was it really? I know you haven't seen it. It's pretty low-key as far as all the rest of these go. But yeah. it was like, it was one of those ones where it's like, it's a big dude with muscles and you just feel the weight of mm. the hits. Jesus. Um, that was the red-haired dreads guy I was telling That's you That's what about. I thought. And Master's the assassin um, dude? And the white is Master yes. or someone else? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of the, uh, like, they're basically like the police, the assassin police. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I, this I had is trouble super with this tough, one. super tough for me. It's between Mori and, and Joggle and Deku and Overhaul. I think I'd have to go honorable mention to Berkeley. Mori. I'd have to go Jin Mori, having no knowledge yeah. of sword art. I I'd stood have to up go for Jin both of those. Jiggle. I literally stood up, <laughs> put my hands stood on my up. head, and was in awe. <laughs> I'm so oh. serious. I was like, "Oh my you look, god!" You looked like your you looked like your uh, thumbnail on your Attack on Titan video. Yes, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Both of those fights. I Amazing. would. I think I'd go my hero, but I didn't like that. Like 
that little girl was like a battery pack on Tiku's yeah, back. Yeah, it was, it was a little... And like, he was held back a little bit by mm-hmm. like trying not to hurt her, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the winner for best fight scene is Deku versus Overhaul. But I feel like Deku's just gonna end up being like God. <laughs> In I the My Hero we'll universe. I feel like he's I'm literally really... gonna end up being like he has to surpass All Might, right? He's not gonna just I'm... be, oh, I'm just All Might now. No, no, I'm God. I'm stupid. I'm stupid hype for the next season because some really weird crap starts to go on with his power, and I we get a it. really good, we get a much better explanation of how that power works. Yeah, and what it was intended for. So I'm like, I'm really, really, really rushing them i'm like please mm-hmm. get to the next season because i'm gonna keep reading and i want to stop reading because i want to watch it yeah yeah um we're gonna skip bus couple uh, yeah, unless I you i don't care okay. lego seeing what's her face <laughs> that's my pick <laughs> yeah but they didn't win it was kaguya sama of course um <laughs> i think i don't know i don't even care so best drama we can just read the you winner care for that one just the winner okay i pick beast winner for best drama I w- I wanted it to be Japan Sinks. Okay. It was uh it was Fruits Basket. Okay. Which Okay. Guys, back in the day I watched That was Fruits a classic, Basket. right? I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. You yeah. read the books and uh, stuff. But too, I didn't have you? not watched this new one. I did. I yeah. did. I have a weird thing with like Zodiac stuff. Um <laughs> But yeah, I liked it. It was cute, but I'm like, it's not this deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember it being this dramatic. Yeah. Uh so moving on. Best fantasy. You can just uh, unless you want to read all of them, you can just read the winner. Well, it was you had ReZero, you had Dragon Quest, The Adventures of Die, Decadence, Ascendance of a Bookworm Part Two, Dorohedro, and Tower of God. What's your choice? Mm, for me, I haven't started Dragon Quest yet. I really want to, but I would mm-hmm. probably pick Tower of God out of this. For fantasy, Dorohedro, I don't consider but- fantasy at all. See, I, I wanted to pick Decadence, but I'm like, Dorohedro had the coolest world that I just wanted to know more about. It did. I just don't consider it fantasy. I mean, I get really? it's fiction, but when I think of fantasy, I think of more like con- contemporary magic. Is that the... Or how, how do you... <laughs> See, I what's was, like wizardy like, are magic? Are you trying to not... If you're trying to get around saying magic, I'm like, that's no, what Dorohedro way, But it's the way they do the magic. It's very industrial kind of like... <laughs> I don't know. I guess it is fantasy. It's urban fantasy, bro. Yeah, it's urban. There you go. It's urban fantasy. Urban fantasy. That's the way. Are you gonna say that Final Fantasy VII isn't fantasy, even though it takes place in a city? They're still drag. They're still mad dragons and whatnot. Yeah, there's magical stuff going on in Dorohedro. We just didn't see it. That's true. There's lizard men. (laughs) That better get a sequel. Um. But yeah, I, I want in Tower of God too, because again, world building. I'm very yeah. curious about the world. Even if I don't care about Bam, I'm yeah. very curious about the world. Of I Tower care about Coon. Yeah, Coon's interesting. I don't I think just, he's going to be Trey. I hate slippery fish. I hate them. He's no slipperier than Rachel. He's a that's slipperiest for sure. fish. Oh, well, I'm not. Coon actually has morals. Her. Rachel has no morals. <laughs> Rachel has made her place very clear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, Coon has not. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um man. but yeah so after that we get to best comedy mm-hmm. oh, i'm sorry the winner for best fantasy is oh. starting life in another world re-zero eh. yeah eh. whatever people love it's it, the most whatever. fantasy probably out of all of them when i think of yeah fantasy. i guess so but again it's stuck it's stuck up the buttholes of just the characters that we've been following yeah. we don't ever really get to see them and i'm part. sick of 
people forgetting who Rem is. Like, <laughs> I don't even care at this point anymore. <laughs> like, it's it should be called re colon zero starting life in another world colon who, who is, is Rem? Rem? Yeah. Slash hack. All right. <laughs> Uh, last, then we have uh, best comedy. Last two. Yeah. So best comedy. Uh, and no surprise here. Keep your hands off Isaacin. Kageyasama Love is War. Next, My Life is a Villainous. Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle. Uh, Kashi Goto? Ka- Kakushi Goto. And Misfit of Demon Academy. I'm not and a comedy person. And Love is War. Shocking all. Surprise. They love that show. Okay, let's get to the real award. The only award that really matters, let's be honest. The only award that matters. Yeah. The only one that they got right. No, I'm just kidding. Outside of best opening. Yeah. Uh, would you Would you like to do the honors? Yeah. Uh, so Baby Blindfold Kakashi. Anime of the Year Award nominees. <laughs> Keep your hands off Aizoken, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dorohiro, which I forgot that came out this year. I know, um, right? It's kind of weird. Great Pretender. I think it was last winter. Apari Ronman, which you talked a lot about, and Beastars. I liked it. Um, so, drum roll. <laughs> the winner is Jujutsu Kaisen. Hooray! Obviously. at its place at the top. Oh, my God. Yeah, because if Nobari doesn't get best girl next year, I'm, I'm going to flip my desk. <laughs> She's got to do more, flip though. My desk. She does have to do more. She's one of those characters up. that's been low-key. She stepped up a little bit, though. She had her moment to shine in the tournament. Did she? It got yeah, in, She got she interrupted gave... by Panda. <laughs> but I, <laughs> Like, you immediately. Don't, you don't remember... But you don't remember her whole speech about about being cute and strong? Yeah, yeah. She was like, you got to be cute and strong. But then Panda came in and they were like, oh, we're on your fight now. And then they just <laughs> never went back to Nobara's fight. <laughs> like, why they do that? To but she had her. She, had, she was like, I don't, the other girls giving her things. She's like, I don't care about what you're saying. I'm doing what I'm doing. And then we had the Maki, her support. Ma- like, That's she true. Had, she's had her moments. It's, I mean, the show's not about her, but she's had her moments. The Maki moment was solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like the Maki moment and her I mean, sister, who's a, not that great. I'm like, if we're being real, I'm all about Megumi. Because first thing I said, the oh, yeah, reason I, I don't Megumi remember now. his name is because Megumi's a girl's name. So when he makes the comment that, like, my dad named me a girl's name, I'm like, oh, snap, he really does have a girl's oh, name. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. I missed that part. Yeah, he said to, he's like, my dad named me a girl's name. That's funny. I was like, oh, I was like, that's why your name's Megumi. Yeah, because what's his last name? His last name is the one I always remember. Fushi, Fushi, Fushi girl. Yeah, that's the one I always remember. But because I, I was that's like, because yeah, I'm like, I feel like her name should be Megumi and his name should be Nobara. Nobara, right? But whatever. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. All right, so I'm gonna just make an executive decision here and say, can we just talk about Juju? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> that's pretty didn't much all Attack I watched. On Titan. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. This Sorry. last episode was one of the greatest. This so this was probably my favorite episode since Blindfold Kakashi versus the Fire Dude. <laughs> um this episode was full it was the tree spoilers first up uh so skip this if you don't want to be spoiled as always but it was the plant and the voice dude and megumi and the blood dude all fighting and then 
Toto and Itadori hopped in, and mm-hmm. Itadori's mastering some stuff. He's he, I, okay. He's growing. I just say, as my boy says. I love that. So there's a full on the thing. Okay, I'm gonna slow down here for a second because this is a full on fight with you've got Maki and Fushigori or Megumi, mm-hmm. who we know are related mm-hmm. because they're both from the Zanin family. So it was really cool getting. No, 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 he, not Maki. Oh, his name's not Maki. The blood. You're talking about the blood dude. That's not. Maki. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Megumi and Maki fighting the plant person. Oh, oh, my fault. I thought you were talking about Megumi. And the blood do fighting each other before they fought. The oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My fault. Rewind. <laughs> we can yeah, start yeah. there. So I don't remember that fight as well because I thought we talked about that last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can keep was... going. We talked about it. Basically, they were fighting. The dude uses, enhances his blood and he fights by making his body stronger, whatever, whatever. Then the plant dude interrupts it. No, no. Megumi does his elephant. He, he uses his new elephant summon. Yes. Um, and he also has an <laughs> the un- pink elephant. He also has another new technique, which they don't actually say out loud, really. But he know he now knows how to pull his weapons out of like some yes some portal in the ground, some hidden pocket dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he couldn't do before. But I remember the scene where he was talking about like, no, you can use spirits to hide weapons, and so I guess this right. is what he came up with. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you can. My fault. You can go to what you were saying about the. So yeah, I'm sorry. That fight gets interrupted by trick. the plant demon, and then they are trying to. They're fighting, but they're fighting to like make room to try and get away yeah. because they know this thing is way more powerful than they should be trying. Is to this fight. the strongest out of all the cursed spirits? Like, I it don't seems, know. It seems like this one is stronger than the other ones that we've I seen. think it's, yeah, I was going to say, I think it's the strongest that we've seen so far, mm-hmm. but I, I doubt that this one is the strongest. Right, right, yeah, not um, of all, but. Yeah, sure. out of that group that it's hanging out in. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so they, they basically, they can't make any contact because the thing keeps destroying their phones or mm-hmm. preventing them from calling for help. Um, so this is when, because, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Sam and Roe. I'm just gonna call him Sam and Roe because yeah, that's usually what he says. Mm-hmm. He is. Is he a a year below Gojo, but a year above Megumi? No, Gojo's a teacher. This dude. He's is, a third year. Yeah, yeah. Gojo. Gojo's a third year. Gojo is not a student. Yes, he is. Why do they call him Sensei? He's because a, no, he's I a think, teacher. Hold on, bro. I think that he he's a third year for sure. No but way. But I think because he's so, he's so advanced, he's a teenager. He's also a teacher. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I'm oh pretty sure God. I'll go back again. But I'm like, I remember them saying he's an upperclassman. Real? I swore he was like 25. That's why he still wears the uniform. Cause no, Toto is a senior. Whatever their senior is, I don't know if that's third or fourth year. I don't know how many mm-hmm. years there are. And Toto and Gojo, I thought was older than Toto. No. No. Okay. No, I think our boy is the boy. Like he's just that special. That's insane, then. Man's yeah. is a teenager I, this whole I, time. I will go back. I will go back again, but I'm pretty sure they said he was a third year. Because I was like, he's not even a. God. He's not even like a graduate. Yeah, nah, he's a god among men. That's um, insane. But yeah. But uh, so, I don't even remember uh, what I was saying. He, suppo- <laughs> he was supposed to be participating in the tournament, but it's like he's so no. out of their league. Yeah, no, no way. Point. They they. I'm I was gonna, serious. I was going to talk about this later, but the funniest part of the episode was that they they literally had to make an anti Gojo only portal. 
uh, force <laughs> exactly. field. Anti exactly. Gojo for anybody else is fine, but just him. They don't want him anywhere near. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's going on? That's insane. So nah. I think this is like a light. This is like a light Yagami situation where it's like light is graduating high school, but he's also already a detective on the police force because he's just that good. <laughs> I think you're right. Then I think Salmon because I thought I think of Salmon as like a junior or like one step. Yeah, below I think he's senior. in between um, the Gojo in our first class. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Our, yeah, our first years. That's I'm sorry. insane. Huh. But anyway, saying all that to say, I really enjoyed the fight with Maki. And Megumi, mm-hmm. because it's like I see them as like the same in a way because they're both very reserved, very quiet. But it's like Maki's doing things for one reason while Megumi's doing things wait, for wait, wait, a slightly up. different reason. Sorry, I gotta stop you. I knew I wasn't tripping. He's twenty eight. Gojo okay. is twenty eight. Right? Does age play into the school though? Yeah, they're all high schoolers. Like Itadori's like sixteen or seventeen. Everybody else is like sixteen, seventeen. Every other student is like sixteen, seventeen. All right, I'm gonna do because uh, this is this is reminiscent of when. <laughs> Remember the My Hero debate we had? Because he's never in class. Like, hold on, hold on. Remember <laughs> the My Hero debate we had where I was like, the very opening scene of the show is Deku narrating this from the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you didn't believe me, and I had to go find Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nuts to right, me. I'm they gonna, really snuck that in there. A, I'm going to do a similar thing with this. Yeah. And I'm going to find the scene where they said, I remember them saying that because it was before he got introduced. I'm pretty sure. So there's not much time to for me to look that up. But yeah, I'm going to look it up. And if, it, I'm, if I'm wrong, I will, I will announce it next week. It just seems weird to me that he'd be a student at his caliber at 28 and doesn't go to any classes like why is he a student yeah. then well it's the same thing you know it's the same thing when it's like they have somebody and it's like oh he graduated college at the age of 16 and it's like that's the opposite <laughs> did he really though graduate or did he test out yeah that's what i'm saying you why didn't I mean? gojo test out why is he still because <laughs> we never okay. see anyone teaching bro, him anything bro, 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 bro. pause remember what they said about maki what they say about maki Remember what they said, how Maki is being, like, forcibly held back? Mm-hmm. Her title is being forcibly held back, but she's way more powerful than the level they have her at? Yeah, but she, Maki's also 19. Oh, wait, Again. sorry, hold on. Older than a high schooler. Maki, Maki Zenin. No, Maki's my fault. Maki's 16, 17, 17. Yeah, Gojo's the only one who's not a teenager. All right, I'm gonna I'm I'm triple check this, but we'll get back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. but yeah, so uh, you get Maki. Uh, I like that uh, this plant, this plant demon seems to be very alert and aware of human behavior. Um, and I talked about this before because we said, like, I was saying that it was interesting that these this demon in particular saw them or this curse i'm sorry this curse in particular saw themselves as the true humans Mm -hmm. so again she's fighting maki and megumi and like from the perspective of like okay i'm just toying with you but then they're also putting up a fight yeah and i'm just she's only using one arm at that point too yeah i'm curious overall i know what her main goal is because she announced it at the beginning of the fight but i'm just curious what if this curse survives this interaction 
what the ongoing story might be from that i don't think i think she's like a unique curse in that she probably comes from like nature and the animals as opposed to every other curse that comes from like human negative emotions so i feel like Mm -hmm. she was probably born when like the humans kept cutting down like trees and killing animals for sport and stuff like that you know what i mean so that's Mm -hmm. why i feel like because one of the things she says is like she's tired of humans disturbing the forest or something like that and she just wants nature to win um so i don't even think she has the same objective as uh the other guy uh what's his the dude with the scar on his forehead that we always see the sorcerer guy oh the main yeah, evil yeah, yeah, dude yeah, yeah. um i feel like this forest chick, i don't remember his name i feel like this forest chick is more just working with him as a or maybe he like tricked her but i don't think her goal and his goal are going to be aligned if she survives like you said i don't we don't know okay. if she's going to survive i don't know yeah i'm just curious about that yeah but yeah i enjoyed that and i because it was like she was like i purposely injured megumi to make mm-hmm. an opening on maki yeah <laughs> and it's like maki still didn't drop her guard maki's the goat and we didn't we find out too that she doesn't have any cursed energy like she sacrificed it off right she yeah. so she just uses cursed weapons but she's like really Correct. really good with them or she it wasn't that she sacrifices that wasn't she just born without it she couldn't see curses i thought in general like she can't see them the way that everyone else can yeah i might be getting characters confused because i know they're they did establish like a mechanic in the world where uh the puppet dude had it where at birth you can basically say like you can trade one thing to be really good at another thing so like he traded his skin and his his limbs and stuff like that but he Mm -hmm. can transmit like a lot of cursed energy now so i didn't know if maki was the same thing where they were like we'll give up her cursed energy for her to just be really strong physically i don't i don't i don't remember it might just be a thing she was just born without it too though yeah Um, but i like her a lot I'll straight up apologize. Okay. I see where I was confused. What Megu- No. Is it? Oh, shoot. Now I just lost it again. Is it? Nobara is the third year student. And Nobara is a girl. Yes. Yeah. So she's the yes. third is the last year, right? Before you graduate? I'm assuming so. Because this is Gojo and his first year students. And this is the next day Gojo takes Megumi and Yuji to Harajuku in order to pick up the last third year, third year student, Nobara. Okay, so Megumi and Itadori are first years. They're freshmen. Um, yes, I think so. Nobara is the oldest. She's like a senior. I guess so. And I guess well, her and, and Voice, I think Voice Dude then is also a senior. Yes. Is what I, I would think. think so. Yeah. But then why does the... Okay, never mind. I just didn't understand why the principals treat Gojo like such crap then. Oh, because he's, he's probably been goofing instructor. off his whole life. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, like legit teacher. What the heck? He is, but he don't be teaching anything. <laughs> <laughs> like he just be goofing off. <laughs> teaching life lessons. He's like, um, I forget which character it was from Naruto that's like that, but it's like he's like the you know, he's like the really powerful character, but everybody kinda hates him because he never takes anything serious because he is so powerful. So it's mm-hmm. like you're never like you're always slacking off, like do your job. Like I, I get that that type of vibe from him. I never get the feeling that he's slacking off. Not slacking off, but like he doesn't take anything. He takes it serious, but he's so strong that he, he doesn't really have to be ever worried about anything. 
Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I get. Like he's just because there are happy characters like that that get like to the point where it makes me furious. <laughs> Luffy. Um, I love that about Luffy. Though. But with Gojo, I feel like he's the type of person where it's like if I was in a group with that person, like that's the person that tells me whether I need to be legit scared or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he'll say it with a so smile, like I don't have to be scared, but you should be. <laughs> like it's one. Of the, he's one of those. <laughs> like you should probably Throws run. His head back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so that's a cool fight. And then so Maki takes a hit uh, uh, after like kind of almost tending to Megumi, um, who gets like implanted with some kind of curse plant, plant that makes it not even like he can't use his curse without or it it'll grow. So he's officially uh, uh, that's put that on throwback in that fight. That's that Karama um, from Yu Yu Hakusho, his death seed. <laughs> yeah. Love that. And then uh, Maki also has to retire during that fight. But while they're almost about to like take a hit, in comes the boys. The two best boys. <laughs> Toto. The best friendship in anime. EG. Yes, the, the, the two best friends that anyone could have yeah. have entered the scene. And not only... So here's what, here's my favorite part is like so yes this is a it's it's made clear that this is a very like dangerous fight you yeah, know because yeah. it's like we've seen two sorcerers who have basically been like amazing like take hits yeah. and so we're like this is serious but then Toto drops in with Yuji e- and is like this is a learning moment for yeah. you he's like I'm not gonna <laughs> help you demon's like what what <laughs> <laughs> and he slaps him why does he slap him like that. Oh, uh, cause he's got to slap the crap man. out of him. <laughs> cause he like goes in, um, and then he's like, "You're gonna land this special move that they call Black Flash." If you don't, I'm not which, gonna help you. Yeah, You're I was like, if die. I understand correctly, <laughs> the Black Flash is not like a special technique. It's just no, it is. It has. To, well, no, I say it's not a special technique because he said nobody has mastered it. Right. He's like, it just ha- it's a thing that just happens. But you and can like, try to you, make it happen. Yes, you can make it happen. You just got to be but really it's like good. The, the probability is so small. Yeah. So, yeah, it had something to do with the timing of, I guess, your physical strike and your curse energy strike. Yeah, because um, basically, his, so, before his, he, he was only knew how to do it delayed, like his divergent fist. He was. Right. And then Toto was basically like, no, fam, this is wrong. This is not going to work for you. And so he essentially just teaching them how to time it better, but really yeah. better. <laughs> So if I read my subs correctly, the Black Flash has like the ability. It basically like distorts. doubles the strength yeah. of the um, of the hit, and it distorts that, space. Yeah, like I don't even want to get into the explanation <laughs> of that because I didn't understand it well enough. It didn't make any but, sense. Um, so he goes in uh, and he's fighting, you know, with the the curse. The curse is pretty impressed with his speed and strength, mm-hmm. and um, he goes for the first strike and. The thing that he's focusing on is, like, all his anger up until this point. Because mm-hmm. um, with a lot of these shows, it's like, where do you harness your your, your power from? It's, like, your emotions. Mm-hmm. So that's what it plays into the slap, where it's, like, he tries to use his anger and his rage to drive that hit, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And so Toto pulls him out and is, like, what are you doing? And he's, like, that's what he smacks him. He's, so like, too much you know, anger. you can't you can't rely on your rage yeah. all the time. Right. Um. So then it's like he kind of slaps him. And then Itadori's like, "Oh yeah, cool." <laughs> so he jumps back in, and then like immediately, immediately lands the black flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And it's but awesome yeah, when he lands it. Cause yeah, no. What did because to- what Toto said at the beginning was just like, if you die, what did he say? He was like, I'm I'm basically gonna watch you die. Yeah, he if said you I'm don't just gonna land the hit. He said I'm only gonna help you if you land the hit. If you don't, I'm just gonna. No matter what happens in the fight, I'm just gonna watch you die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, interesting. And then pretty much after that, like it turns into a different show. It turns into a different show. It turns yeah. into Naruto. Yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> it turns into the fight under the waterfall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That fight scene was so epic with the plants and the freaking... I, I guess next episode is going to continue because it kind of just ended the fight midway through. Um, With Itadori and Toto about to, like, tag team. Tag team the plant girl. Or the plant monster. Um, So, yeah. But Very yeah, hype so... episode. Animation was beautiful, as always. especially towards the action at the end. Uh, the, sure, the, dynamic, the dynamic air <laughs> fighting was very interesting. The mm. way they dodged that hit and kicking off of each other's feet, they're yeah, in perfect sync now. Because cool. <laughs> I thought it was funny is like they run up the like the tree roots or whatever, and mm-hmm. then the the curse just makes the tree just disappear. disappear. <laughs> yeah, and Toto is like, I have miscalculated, <laughs> <laughs> and That's it just funny. made me laugh. No, I think next episode is going to be really strong as well. And we'll, we might get to see Old Man with the guitar fight, too. Yeah. Which was still, like, that was one of the most shocking things ever for me. I was like, is this serious? But this is just one of those times when I'm like, I want to get past, you know? Like, I want to, like, be able to watch this all occur at once I and know. not week to week. So it's so draining. It it's, is so draining. It's a double-edged sword where it's like, if the... It's like you want to watch it week to week because the show's just so good, but it's so good mm-hmm. that you can't, like, you also can't stop yourself to wait for the episodes to catch up. Right. And it's like the, the shows you don't like as much are the ones that it's easy to wait, but then once you binge them, it's not as worth it. <laughs> exactly. So it's like lose, lose, but still win, win. Yep. Yeah. But. Unless you have anything else to add, I think that brings us to the end of the show oh, for this it. week. But uh, if there's anything that we missed, because uh, our news was light this week, so maybe you guys can inform us. Be our boots on the ground. Be yeah. our army. I definitely skipped uh, some stuff. But yeah, you can find you Matt can Snyder cut news that I almost put on there for you. Don't, don't. It's like don't. five different stories. Martian Manhunter. <laughs> Do you want to hear me erupt live on stream? Yes. Talk about Snyder Cut. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, you can email us. You can reach out to us. You can tell me. You can send me like calming head pats and be like, it's okay. The Snyder Cut will calming come out. It'll head be garbage. Pats. And then we can move on. Um, you can email that to sibling rivalry clash, all one word, sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com. You can tweet at us. You can send me those sweet, sweet WB hate Zack Snyder tweets <laughs> at SRClash underscore pie. I love those. I'll read those all day. That's hilarious. Um, uh, check out our Tumblr, Sibling Rebel Clash on Tumblr. I'm working on it, trying to make it better. Um, and as always, wherever you listen, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or CastBox, give us that sweet, sweet feedback that we crave. Do it's it. our droplets. It's our mana, our, our mana of life. Do it. We need to fill our MP, do and it. we can only do that when you rate us. Yes. Five stars only. Um, One star will make us shrivel up and die. <laughs> I'm not going to have any MP for on, on the start of a crucial boss fight. Yeah, the... <laughs>
<laughs> I'm sorry. Whenever I think of balls now, I just think of uh, Golden Kamui. I said uh, balls. But anyway, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, oh my gosh. Show is poisoning your mind. <laughs> it is. It's so bad. <laughs> um, a show about a gold hunt, like post the Russian Japanese war. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, but anyway, guys, until next week, uh, I'm gonna try and organize my work so that I have more time to play. Uh, but that's gonna be my challenge this week. Word. I am going to watch Monster Hunter. You should. Please. <laughs> Please. I'm out on this raft alone and I need you to join me. No, I have to. I have to now. I have to see. Hopefully it's not but, like three hours. That would suck. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not long at all. I think okay, it's like cool. an hour and a half. Yeah, you just want to like. Cool. All right. Until then, guys. I want to hear your feedback about the movie. All right. Appreciate y'all. Write in. Say what's up. Catch y'all next week. Bye.